It's really nice to finally get a show um, that isn't based around one of the Avengers. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined this week by fellow Baffle Gabbers Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Ian Whittington. What? We write. <laughs> For wow. Cinema Sins and TV Sins, <laughs> and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. I'm confused. I don't even know what that sound was. <laughs> I don't was know. it a like word? Just like yeah. All right. Oh, it's like okay. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, I thought you like stubbed oh your toe, or maybe your dick <laughs> went in the dirt, or I don't know. It would be yeah, it was yeah, my it, Wilhelm scream. It would be the the Cockney version of like the AI GHT kind of thing. Like I, mm. you know, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. What I it get is. it. Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm a man of the world. I'm a man of culture. I get I get all these references. Of course, behind the beat stars, <laughs> welcome. Yes, <laughs> beat star. My goodness. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it is. It's big, become a thing among some of our fans. So, uh, yeah, um, Ian is on it. Uh, Danae is on it. Yes, I'm you on like it. Beyond the Sins better now, everybody. <laughs> nobody, nobody has any point Everyone's of reference. Get, there are literally thirty people that will get that. <laughs> that's that's who it's for. It's for the lovely. That's amazing. Dozen. Yes. Um. Yes. So we are excited to bring you another look behind what goes on in the world of cinema sin. So let's get right into it with the sin side scoop. What's he building in there? Going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, and how we felt about the stuff we are sending. Commercial sins. Uh, McDonald's fishy fishy. I wrote on this one. Do you guys remember this commercial at all? Now, Ian, I know you don't remember a lot of these commercials because they weren't for you. But Can yeah. I tell you that this was not the commercial I thought it was going to be when I saw what the title was? I thought it was going to be that one from a while ago where it was that, give me back my filet fish, give me oh, my fish. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember which that. Which we've used, it, we've used in outtakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But that was about the. This is about the bites, though. Which I don't. Are they? They don't still exist, no. do they? No, and they've never come back. Um, I think this was t- late two thousand. I wonder why. <laughs> like, well, no, I do wonder why. Like that was the thing when I started uh, looking at this and kind of researching what happened with this this fish bites product, uh, or excuse me, fish mick bites, uh, as they were called. Uh, the 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 thing is, a lot of people really liked them. Like there was a very fervent, you know, yeah. group of people that thought these were, you know, amazing fish product, and then they just never came back. But also this song, this fish, fish, McBites, mm-hmm. McBites, fish, fish, McBite, like, like it was super catchy. Apparently enough that it just kind of invaded um, people's ear uh, worms no, for a I, while. Yeah, so, I yeah. remembered the. I remembered it once I saw it. I just, like I said, I just assumed when I saw fish, I did. That's the one I always think of is the the fillet of fish commercial from like probably I don't know the two thousand early two thousands or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough to send something like this in some ways, and in some ways it's kind of freeing. But there's it's just a dumb jingle commercial. Like there's not a lot really going on here, uh, except you know, um, you know, it's uh, a you know, in the woods and it's a cabin and, you know, the uh, talking fish based on uh, what was the original one, uh, like Billy Bass or something like that. I, I yeah, think the original ba- singing. I can't ta- remember. See, this is bad. I can't remember what it was advertising, but I remember the fish, which means it was a bad <laughs> advert. <laughs> well, oh, you're the, talking about like the actual product you could get like the talk. It was the, advertising yeah. itself. It was a product. Yeah, used, like, yeah. Oh, OK. That maybe that was it. 
Yeah, there was just a fish that you would hang on your wall like it was a trophy, and then when people would walk by it, it would just start singing or oh, whatever, yeah. and it, mm-hmm. it was supposed to freak them out or make them laugh or whatever. Um, and this is kind of aping on that a little bit. But um, but yeah, uh, there's you know not much other to this other than like I couldn't <laughs> figure out why they're pre-preparing their sauces. Like, why are you opening all the sauces and putting them in, you know, yeah, your various weird. fish containers? I mean, I know it's for the commercial because they wanted, you know, you to mm-hmm. see all the sauces. Um, but, uh, but yeah. What about you guys? Uh, Jonathan, what are some of your thoughts? Uh, well, just in general, like, I'm just not a huge, like, I'm not a huge fish person. But if I am going to eat it, I'm probably going to, like, eat it where it's really well prepared. Like, I just can't, I don't know, fast food, like McDonald's fish. That's, I don't know. I just don't know why I would ever go to McDonald's and get fish. Yeah, but some people do clearly because they've had the McFish or whatever forever. So yeah, the fillet of fish, yeah. fillet of fish, <laughs> McFish. It might as well be called. I don't know why. Why is it not called McFish or like, McFillet? That's the real yeah. question. Yeah, uh, but like, which you actually said that doesn't every food you eat at McDonald's consist of McBites? Also sadness, but mostly McBites. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I also liked answering a question directed at someone else. If she wanted your thoughts, Minnow Dick, she'd have asked you. I just thought that was uh, that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the commercial is really weird, and uh, like Ian, I kind of forgot what it was about at one point. And uh, yeah, it yeah. was a really good video. Uh, what about you, Ian? What are some of your thoughts? Um, so I don't think. To my knowledge, these fishy McBites never made it to the UK. And on behalf of my country, I say thank you. <laughs> like I, I, they, mm, I don't know. Apparently, people liked them, but they don't look too appealing to me. Um, the most baffling bit of the commercial for me was that they're in a presumably they're in Alaska in a cabin. Mm-hmm. So if this Pollock came from Alaska and it's fresh. Why aren't they having fresh Pollock from Alaska? Like, <laughs> Instead of why McDonald's. are you going to McDonald's to get this Alaskan Pollock when you are near the fish? Yeah, can you imagine living by an ocean and eating, eating fillet of fishes from McDonald's? Ian, you are so right, I'm and I feel <laughs> terrible that I didn't include a sin on that because that is so true. Like, I imagine you they had to commute thirty miles to you, get to a McDonald's when the fish was at the hut. Everything around you says I am a hunter fisherman. And yet you're getting fish from McDonald's. Yes. Why? Yeah, why? Yeah. I mean, no. McDonald's is 100% you don't feel like cooking. Like, I mean, that's all McDonald's is. Like, right? Yeah. You just, yeah. you're like, I'm, I'm just, I'm not 100%. feeling it. But that guy's actually hunting. And I don't feel he like would... cooking and no single other fast food restaurant is open right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sunday Sinochic Filet. No. There yeah. is, yeah, my options are limited right now. There's no Oscars taco shop. It's that's Sunday. Right. 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 There's nothing just lying on the floor that I can <laughs> That's eat. That's right. I guess I have to go to McDonald's. <laughs> the stuff in my car floor is expired. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anything else, Ian? Uh, no, that, that was All it. Right. I was quite happy. All right. Uh, <laughs> Making that point. Let's move into TV Sins then. Uh, we will kick it off with Hawkeye. Never meet your heroes. That's Yay. right. We're sending the Hawkeye show. Now we can talk about it. Uh, this was a Woo! Dice Over uh, Watkins script. Jonathan, let's start with... Uh, your thoughts on Hawkeye in the first episode and just kind of how you're feeling about this show. Yeah, I'm glad we finally get to talk about this because I didn't really see the point in talking about it until we actually were talking about the video. Uh, I will say, which granted, we'll get into the later stuff when we go forward, but uh, I would say from beginning to end, this is my favorite MCU series so far. Oh, uh, nice. I think, I think the stronger parts of WandaVision are better than anything in Hawkeye, but WandaVision, once it became more 
like an MCU thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it as much. I still liked it. Like, I liked Agatha. Mm -hmm. But, like, I didn't really care too much about the government bad guy and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Right. Um, Hawkeye, which is not a character I've ever really been super invested in. It's not a comic book I've ever, like, I've never really, I guess, except for, like, occasionally reading Avengers comics. I I mean, I assume he's had his own comic. I don't know. But he's not a character I'm really close to. Like, I don't have a lot of feel for either way. Uh, so that's interesting that this was the show that really like captured me. But I think this show is just <laughs> so much fun, and I think Renner and Haley Steinfeld play so well off each other. Yeah, I think that has I a like, lot to do with it. And I like that you just like like even like a a character like her mom, like they you know they bring in um, oh, Vera Farmiga. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that's a you know she's great. Um, I I actually really like um, what's his name? Uh, I didn't write his name. The guy that we make the oh Jack. I actually end up really liking Helm as the show goes on, and I'm really glad we saved our ass in this in this video with that sin because uh, whether or not he becomes a bad guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good show, yeah. So yeah. I, I like that bait and hook. I also think, like I said, we'll talk about this more later, but in the in the in coming weeks. But I enjoyed more how they the way this show brings in previous characters. Uh, I found way more exciting and well done than than a than a than a movie that a few people have seen in the theaters recently. There, I there it might it's something about going home or you can't go home. I don't know. Maybe you've <laughs> yeah. heard of it. Yeah. Honestly, we could be talking about Beatstar and you'd find a way to rag on Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like a, a Rachna Boy or something. Yeah, and, yeah. Is it yeah, the worst movie ever made. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, Spider Man, <laughs> fuck your home. I, I don't know. Something like that. Um, but uh, no, no, no. But seriously, though, I just I just really enjoy this because I, I didn't really have a lot of fun with Loki, not as much fun as everybody else was having, at least. So it was really nice. I don't know. I wasn't too excited about this. And I really the the Christmas setting was kind of like, I don't know that I want to see like a Christmas show, but but I think that works in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so, too. I just I don't know. I just really love this. Like, I just I had an absolute blast with this. This is probably the first show that I'm like, I might watch this again. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know if I will. But I, I say that um, I love just some of the stuff we got to play around with. I like that we brought Jeremy Sen in from the yes, Avengers. That was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Video. Mm-hmm. We had done something like that on music video sends uh, once. And so I just remember that. I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. Because I was like, I know there's a scent about this like specific scene, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I went and found one that worked. And uh, I saw somebody even commented like, I thought Aaron did a really good impression. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Spot on. I also thought that sin was funny. Just the construct of it, the, the, the Dennis Leary thing where uh, Aaron sings part of the Dennis Leary song. I'm an asshole, Mm -hmm. which was uh, for any of you that are as old as me might remember that Dennis Leary had a song called I'm an asshole that he did like in a stand up bit and they made a music video of it. It kind of was a semi, you know, whatever. I mean, it was a a pop culture moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. But when I originally wrote it, uh, Danae and maybe even Aaron both noted something about it. What I thought they were noting was they didn't understand the reference, but what they were actually saying was that I was being really mean to Dennis Leary, which I was. <laughs> uh, that's what well, that's how it came off. I, mm-hmm. I didn't mean I wasn't trying to be mean. It was just the way I wrote it. So I remember that got kind of massaged and changed up. And I mm-hmm. think it was definitely for the better of it. I also the only other thing I wanted to mention before we go on, I liked Aaron talking about Christmas movies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I will say, I do agree with you to a point, but I do think now we actually have them. And yes. it, but it's not, it's the Hallmark stuff, right? I right. mean, those have to be Christmas movies, right? I, it's it's <clears throat> it's overstating the extreme of a viewpoint, right? Absolutely. Like it's taking, it's Absolutely. taking to, to the end result, like the idea that the hot take is there actually are no Christmas movies, <laughs> like that that is an invalid genre <laughs> is hilarious to me because it is so far over the top. 
Absolutely. But there's also just enough truth to it yeah, that you kind of go, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have I it all wrong so. point there. Yeah, it, no, know. no, it's absolutely like I didn't think that was like your. You weren't just like this is my opinion and I'm right, not. Yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. think it was that. It was definitely the narrator overstating. Mm-hmm. But I just, yeah. but it just made me think about that. Like, no, I think I agree with that. But then I was like, but God, these whatever I don't know what we call these Hallmark movies well, and stuff now. I, I, I can Hallmark movies. I can tell you why I'm so well versed in this discussion. It's because of Christian quote unquote music. The idea that yeah. some, there's something about music that makes it Christian music exactly. or something. You know what I mean? Like it's so I've had this discussion in other places before. Uh, that's so a good comparison to uh, Christmas movies is, is just, an interesting thing. And in the grand scheme of things, I, that's just that's always the weirdest thing to me. There's not another like time of year where people debate something like that. So mm-hmm. just like so aggressively, <laughs> yeah. too. like, yeah. if you like to watch something at Christmas, whatever it is, that's right. Watch mm-hmm. it, yeah, and shut up. <laughs> Star Trek Generations is a Christmas movie. It has a five-minute Christmas scene. Look, in there it you go. on Christmas Day, there Christmas movie. I watch Arsenic and Old Lake every Halloween. Uh, Old Lace almost every Halloween, just because it, it's not really like a horror movie, but it's just set on Halloween, and it makes me think of like that's like the that's yeah. the spirit I like to capture, you know. So I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny, and I know some of it's just a joke. I know a lot of the diehard stuff people just joke about and stuff, but it. But there are people that take that very seriously. Yeah, uh, there are. There certainly. My are. wife, my wife takes it pretty seriously. If you told her Die Hard wasn't a Christmas movie, she might, uh, she might, you know, kick your dick in the dirt. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> we have a John McClane. Uh, what do you call those things? The things that are really collectible. A Christmas topper. No, the like the pops or whatever those like figures. Oh, the Funko called? pops. Funkos, yes. We have a yeah. we have a John McClane Funko that she wanted a Christmas party oh, that that's we put amazing. on. I what really now want a John McClane Christmas topper. I, I'll give you this one. I'll see if I can sneak it out of the house, and so she'll know. Hey. I don't want to see it anymore. So, but anyways, <laughs> this was really fun. I thought this was really, but like also just like with movies, I think this was really fun to send. I always enjoy sending stuff that I actually enjoy watching a lot mm-hmm. more. Than, Me too. Me something too. I'm kind of having to be like, oh, I don't like this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right from the beginning, bring on the Hawkeye shade. Very first sin is like, this dude <laughs> isn't even in his own logos <laughs> for about like half a second. Like, um, so yeah, that just the running Hawkeye shade through this, through this episode. Uh, and let's just say maybe beyond. Uh, it might we'll, get worse. It, it might, it might actually get worse as it I goes feel like on. Ian started that, right? It was on, um, it was what if, right? It was one of the what ifs. You were like, the, you were like the world's mightiest heroes and Hawkeye. And I think Hawkeye. That's where the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So blame Ian if you're a Hawkeye lover. Bring that's it. Where, it feeds me. You know, there is an interesting thing too, uh, because of the process of waiting out claims and different things, like you know how these get released. Um, we are releasing the first episode after the final episode has aired, but everything written in this first episode was when we had only seen the first two, right? Because they dropped the first two. I think think that's right. right. And we maybe had seen three by the time this finalized. I'm not sure. So there is a lot of, like you had mentioned, like I'm glad we kind of caveat some of that stuff. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, because it'll sound so weird to somebody who's like, you know, that's not the case, right? And it's like, no, Uh we didn't, you know, but the narrator (laughs) is supposed to not have that knowledge anyway, even though we play around with that concept. So I think it works overall. Um, The, uh, the present day sins, I'm always going to do them. Every time somebody (laughs) gives a present day title, it's always happening. It's I, for whatever reason, it's one of the most annoying things to me that you title the the time of something present day. Because but Aaron, it's present day for them. 
that's the truth any movie anytime <laughs> you could say a flashback is present day if it's present day for them uh anyhow uh I, yes. I honestly i don't even know like just in general just dating something is sometimes weird to me i mean i guess i get it if you're doing like a 30 years later so you want to say at the beginning it's like it's 1963 or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. but um but i don't know just yeah i'm with you on that i i'm just i think it's i think it's i don't know why it's needed basically I, if 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 you're afraid that the audience isn't going to know you've made a time jump then a you're probably not doing your job well enough you know Mm -hmm. like you should be able to do that (laughs) visually right and b if there's some other factor that that makes it you know more difficult to know what's going on the one i like the best is just you know 30 years later three days earlier you know like you know because then you have like a reference point and then everything balances around that reference point without having to give a year now, I mean, if the year is actually important to the story, then, you know, give the year. But um, Some, I like but, when yeah. they sometimes I, it was funny because we talked about Halloween three in the I think it was on the outtakes of the last episode. And in that one, it even has like the day of the week. It's like Tuesday, mm-hmm. October 29th. Yeah. What the hell does yeah. it matter that it's Tuesday? Like 553 <laughs> p.m. Yeah. All that's going to make me do is go back to 1979 and check that that was a Tuesday. Yeah. Does it psycho open with something like that? Is it like Wednesday? Like, I, I, I swear it does. I I could be wrong, but the other thing that super annoyed me about this episode was that weak bell, as if wrapping an arrow around a bell was going to be in ringing it a couple times was going to be enough to bring down the entire tower. If that's the case, that was tragedy waiting to happen. She did you a favor if that bell was that weak. Like, you know, yeah, that really super annoyed me. Um, Ian, what about you? What are some of your thoughts? Um, it's really nice to finally get a show um, that isn't based around one of the Avengers. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice to- <laughs> Just to see one of the side characters. One of the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's Holy nice. Holy shit. <laughs> I had no idea what you were going to say. And no idea what you were going to say. That's hilarious. And that's my thoughts on Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you guys covered it i really for all of the shade i love this show so much i guess i didn't say that i i I love this show too i really had a good time with it so yeah yeah um i thoroughly enjoyed it it's it almost feels like it's too bland and non kind of impactful to be the favorite because wandavision has some like huge drama and i think you hit the nail on the head jonathan by saying the best moments in wandavision are better than anything in this but mm-hmm. as a complete package and as like a movie that I'd be happy to sit down and watch, Hawkeye wins. Like I think, it, I mean, Loki is a close second, but it's there's something about the show that's just harmless enough to just I'm just going to sit down and enjoy it. To I be have fair, it, the I best have moments in WandaVision are better than a lot of the movies. Yeah, yeah. correct. So, I, mean, that's I love just, what that's WandaVision's doing. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I, uh, I actually, since we're just kind of kind of going over rankings, I actually have uh, in my mind, I haven't like written this down but i have loki first i think i really loved loki yeah uh, I think I do and as i well. think i do yeah. have wandavision still over hawkeye but i really did i really do enjoy hawkeye so you know. it's so close at the top there um yeah it's a really love to chat i love the way it goes i think you're right it does the the cameos that it does are done really well with one exception that we'll get to but yeah video was great you've pretty much pulled out everything i apart from i didn't understand the i'm an asshole joke <laughs> still made me laugh I was just like, if I was laughing with a group of people, they'd be like, well, yeah, but do you even get it? I was like, I don't care. That I don't really think funny. anyone under like 41 gets it, so I, it's fine. Well, we, we, the, the delivery was we great. We have 
we do uh, reference the reference, I think, in the... We do say, like, Dennis yeah, Leary say, like, sings. Dennis or we do. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So you yeah. can well, I still was missing... Right, context. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Totally. But just the delivery was enough to make me laugh. I was like, I get that. I don't get that reference, but I, I laughed at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the the extended laugh um, removal scene for I Can Do This All Day oh. was was just long enough to be ridiculous. It was great. So the, good. Just the musical out. that that part just gives me so much joy. That that part of this mm-hmm. episode, I was just like, oh, I want to see more of this Marvel that's willing to kind of undercut itself, be silly about itself. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I liked about a lot of the WandaVision stuff too. Like you know, it, it kind of undercut the normal formula of of what was going on. Still don't know mm-hmm. why they're talking about shawarma in the musical, as if that's <laughs> some sort of yep. well-known instance of Yeah, I saw people Avengers were commenting lore. on that, too. They were like, well, I mean, an interviewer, he could have talked to Steve Rogers <laughs> to get information for the show, and then yes. Steve Rogers told him. Yes, but then, but still, why would you put it in the musical when nobody knows about it? Even if even <laughs> yep. if you told it <laughs> exactly. to an interviewer. Yeah. Any number of ways it could have happened, but it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's all for me. Uh, all right, then. Uh, nobody wants to talk about Pizza Dog? All right, we'll move on. Uh, yep. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, we we are going completely in order with uh, what if there has not been any oh kind God. of uh, you know need to go out that's of bullshit. order. That's bullshit. You know that's not true. <laughs> hey, it's Danae. Hey, hey Danae. Somebody hey. tweeted. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if they were joking or not. I couldn't tell. Somebody tweeted like. They seriously think this is the final episode. <laughs> yeah, we had meetings about it actually. Yeah. You yeah, know, we like, really huh? long discussions. <laughs> so listen, when we when we get together, one of the most important parts of our meetings and our structures for what we release for our content is how can we fuck with you guys the most? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was decided that if we put them out of order that was one way. And then I think it was Jonathan, wasn't it your idea that you were like, you know what, let's just not release this one for as long as we <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah, I think it was Jonathan that came yeah. up with that idea. Yeah. 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 That's what happened. Sounds right. I remember mm-hmm. that conversation. Yeah. So so that's what we did. And so, haha, we got you. <laughs> uh. The uh, the episode is the Thor episode. Thor uh, was an only child. What if Thor was an only child? Uh, Danae and Ian writing on this one. Um, so, yeah. Did we? Did we write on this one? Did we? I think one of us did. I think you guys did. Oh man, Uh, Danae, you were like, uh... we have to write on the season finale. Please let us write (laughs) on the season finale. That's right. (laughs) That's exactly it. I I have to say, so I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys about this series at all since I've been on my BTS hiatus. Um, And because I love you guys so much, I haven't been listening to the show at all either. (laughs) So without like rehashing too much, are you guys enjoying What If in general? Because this is the last time we'll talk Mm -hmm. about it on BTS, right? Yeah, it's it probably is. Uh, overall, what if is is a really mixed bag for me, which is understandable okay. considering its kind of nature is the stories are different. Um, I thought I, I I think the bringing it all together at the end. Um, I mean, before the finale of Thor uh, was uh, was really really smart in some ways, but also undercut a lot of things in logical ways that. Um, that was difficult. So yeah, I'm just kind of mixed on it. I, I really like some of the episodes, but you know, there are others I could do without. I so. what Aaron said. I might yeah. like it a little less, but it's what Aaron said, 100. Yeah. percent This was the worst episode, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, I actually yeah. agree. Yeah. I don't know why they made it the finale. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go I mean, out on such a bad one. Ian, what did you about the same for you? Because it was about the same for me too. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. I'm kind of okay. lukewarm on the whole thing. I like the interconnectivity of all of it. It definitely raised it up a few notches. Um, and yeah, this one in particular, it feels like the most fun, but the dumbest of all of them. Yeah, like just it just pointless. It doesn't affect anything. Yeah, at the end of the at the end of the episode, like, well, so what was the purpose of this episode? Yeah. It's it's got the what weakest. If they, Jumping weren't off brothers but then they actually still are like bros too yeah and then- it's so weird what's the why, why do they even have a relationship it's just it's yeah, why yeah. Loki should, should not have been in this episode that was dumb yeah. I mean There's it no was interesting to see him you know in like his full yeah, yeah, yeah. frost giant glory or whatever and that's the thing I feel like the what if series gets to do is it gets to kind of check some boxes for fans to see their characters yeah. in these other alt worlds right. that are part of the comic series and it's kind of fun i the animation style grew on me a lot at first it was a little jarring but i really enjoy it because it's so comic book like um but yeah this one was really this one was a huge huge bummer because the other thing about it is thor is still kind of a party god even in his normal timeline that we know him as it's just he's had you know some meaningful relationships that have sort of reined in certain parts of him but it, he really wasn't too different. Like he, I don't know. It just didn't seem like it seemed like it was more like a, we want to see Thor and Loki and Jane mm-hmm. again, and we need to have these characters in whatever they're doing based on bringing the, all the people together. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know. It was it was disappointing, and sometimes those are hard to ride on because you're just like, I just want to be done with this. So I'm glad it actually wasn't the finale because it was a bummer mm-hmm. of a one to see. Yeah. Yeah. personally it was depressing and it was sad and you're just like gosh these people are getting paid to do this like what are they even doing with their lives you know you just judge it all <laughs> did you morph into brodenay because you watched so much brothor <laughs> yeah brothor yeah oh brothor <laughs> yeah and of course he's partying in vegas like they couldn't come up with something Less and cliche. his mom is the one that cleans everything up and jane like tells it's just such a weird premise mm-hmm. It was kind of like everyone just sort of checked out on the uh, the day that this one was created. Yeah. I feel like I feel like they just needed they needed something. They need caffeine or something to just make it more interesting. You know, it's an interesting extension of where the character has gone in the movies uh, because when the character started, there wasn't quite as much broiness to this character. But as the movies have gone on, that has definitely become. I think especially uh, Taika has definitely emphasized that part mm-hmm. of the character. That's true. Um, and that he has become a comic relief uh, in many ways, which is, you know, an interesting which, progression. Which worked in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it worked as well in Infinity War and Endgame. No, not at all. Yeah. And I yeah. think that probably has to do with Taika. I, I think Taika knows how to do that, play that line better. Because Ragnarok, like, I liked it when I first saw it. It's really grown on me. Like, it's one that I now kind of love. Mm-hmm. The first two Thor movies don't really interest me. Um, yeah. I know people don't like Dark World, but I'm just saying even the first one. And Jane's not a very interesting character. I like Natalie Portman, but just that character is kind of bland, and you kind of saw that. Because even in the animated version, Darcy's so much more interesting than Jane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. mean, Jane's front in the next Thor movie, so, like, That's you true. know. That's true. So hopefully, hopefully they've, hopefully hopefully they've, they've figured it out. It. Yeah. And there's and Taika's involved, so hopefully there's something. But that's even got a goofy title, right? It's like Love and Love War. Love of Thunder. Love of Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. 
Wow, that sounds like a romance novel where Thor's <laughs> on the cover with like his chest opening. Yeah, okay, <laughs> or, okay. Or maybe, or maybe just straight up porn. I mean, I it, do. It, could be. Let's find out. Um, all together, that's our Sin Week video. The whole team coming together to watch the Thor porn. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Nope, nope. I'm sorry. What? What, what are we talking about? Sorry, Thor my brain opener. just went to like five places at once. Um, mm-hmm. I also wanted to mention too that I think that the other thing that's fun and uh, about the What If series is when you have two characters that are fighting each other that don't normally fight. Because I really was, it, I did enjoy watching Thor and Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just pounce each other. It's easy to break that thing apart and, you know, and sin that, but that was also fun but it's to also see. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Like to see a god and Captain Marvel go, just, you know, go at it. I really do, huh, that's part of the porn too. Um, anyways, <laughs> to, but to see like them, like I want to see them go in space and like destroy shit. So I don't yeah. know. It was either not far enough or it was too far. And I, was, yeah. I, I did not enjoy well, you it. just don't care because what damage can they do to each other? Well, yeah, that's the question is at what point, like, what, where do they have to go to get to the end? And, mm. and the fact that it was a mom having to step in and be like, Thor, you're supposed to be mm. studying. It's like, what? Oh, man. <laughs> what Killjoy. just happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ian, what about you? What are some of your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, pretty much what Danae said. I like Bro Thor a lot better than I like Slob Thor in Endgame, that's for sure. But it's still, um, it's, it's the weakest. You've got. How many episodes were there? Ten altogether? Nine? Ten? There were supposed to be ten, and there were nine because one uh, couldn't be aired for some reason. Yeah, and seven they released last inexplicably. Uh, yeah, but strange. The what's baffling to me is that you have nine attempts or ten attempts to tell a what if story. Who was fighting for? So what if Bro Thor didn't have Loki and went to Vegas? How did that win? How did that beat the hundreds of other options that you possibly had at the table mm-hmm. fighting for for their, their half an hour animated shows? Yeah, it yeah. frustrates me they went in this direction. Having said how. that, gone. <laughs> I think I think they start with the end, right? Like who they want their final team to be, and then they just justify it and work yeah, backwards. Yeah, for sure. But why do you want him on your final team? Like, <laughs> we'll find out the- when we see the movie, I guess. I, I, my <laughs> guess in that room of decision-making Somebody was like, we just need a fun romp episode that's dumb mm-hmm. and fun and Maybe. that's who Thor yeah. is in the MCU now, so let's build it around him. Like, you know, something along those yeah. lines. And, and I mean, you do get the Ian big- and I Ian and I I feel like we're kind of on the outside of that argument about Endgame. I think a lot of people found him funny in Endgame. Um, oh no, I, definitely yeah. a lot of people yeah. did. I yeah. just all power to you. I mean, I'm glad if you did. I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm glad it worked on you. But I just, uh, yeah, it, it, that was like one of my least favorite parts. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't enjoy it. Um, yeah, and you do get the stinger at the end of the of the Ultron that we've seen, yes. or the Ultron that we're about to see in Which the makes next even episode. Less sense why this was the finale? I mean, we just saw him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the past this is two the setup for the previous. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just, just the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on the episode. However, I still. I still had a good time, like, which I think I'm on an island with this. It was still, as much as we've seen how many characters they pack into it, it was fun to see the a few of these lesser-known characters on screen. Um, baffling to me that they managed to get Jeff Goldblum back, and that's what they did <laughs> yeah. with him. Uh, just what a waste of a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most recognizable voices you can have, and this is what you do. Yeah, yeah baffling. 
I feel like Jeff Goldblum's just always hanging out, and he's more than happy to do whatever you'd like him to do. Like, he seems like the most chill. <laughs> like, I don't know if he is, but I'm just, he seems that way. Yeah, he was just, can you give us some lines? Yeah, whatever. And they built the episode yeah. around the lines that he yeah. read. Mm-hmm. Is it, can I have a gin and tonic while we're doing it? Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Maybe have a piano this, playing in the background. Let's do this. That'll work. Let's do it. Um, in terms of the Sins Hangover part, Thor was, <laughs> was my crowning achievement because I was just... It works because there were only three Hangover films. It's yeah. great. And yeah, Darcy says, I could go on. And the narrator says, I'd really prefer if you didn't, Quirky <laughs> McFlirty. Comic relief, you awkward fun speaks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Good stuff. Um, I have already kind of expressed my opinions on the episode. They are very similar to everybody else's. Uh, this is a really fun uh, video you guys did. Uh, the simplest sins are some, some that get me the most sometimes. Just sinning huzzah. I don't know why. Why did he say it? Right. It's just like... Huzzah. (laughs) Thor says huzzah. I love that kind of stuff. God, Uh, I don't understand it. uh, Really appreciated the multiple PhD holding genius female lead goes from a uh, dog admission to save the world to why doesn't he love me quicker than Steve Rogers comes (laughs) to save the day in the Captain Carter episode. I love that we are continuing to send that in other episodes. Oh, it Uh, deserves to be said. It does. It does. Ridiculousness. Uh, and then, of course, of course, I have to shout out Mallard Justed. Um, the <laughs> the uh, Howard the Duck Easter eggs are like quack cocaine to some people. Not me, though. I'm nowhere near that Mallard Justed. And it's just like, <laughs> go do a Howard the Duck thing or don't. But like, yeah, I'm tired yeah. of just seeing him pop up. Like, go make a movie or, or just forget about him. I just watched that movie for the first time recently, actually. Um, that was the first time? Well, that makes sense because you yeah. weren't watching many movies. <laughs> yeah. So I, was, is, I was there opening night. I was excited. I was, yeah. I was 10 years old, Ian. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize when it was. <laughs> it's that old? Oh, yeah, sorry. Not that, not that you're old. No, <laughs> no, I am old. No, that's totally fair. No, 86. I was born in 76. So, yeah. 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 Uh, that movie goes some places, huh? That, that movie's... Uh... That movie yeah, is I, very, very that sexual. That movie causes you to ask some anatomical questions. It sure does. Well, that yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the eighties, though, in general. Yeah. Like, I mean, no. there, there's, there's, there's a lot of movies like that. Where you're like, but they do. Since you've seen it recently, they do play off that she's supposed to be joking with him about coming on yeah. to him, but it yeah. doesn't really completely no. read that way, right? Doesn't. Yeah, that's what I was no. thinking. Definitely. But I mean. That movie should show you that Leah Thompson is a really good actor because yeah. <laughs> the fact that she got through that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no doubt. Tim no Rob doubt. and Tim Robbins is in that too, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's part of the craziness is like the special effects at the end and just like the weird planet yeah. stuff and yeah, it's it was it was it, a lot. It, it's a movie, man. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan, what are some of your thoughts on uh, this episode of What If? Wait, we should definitely plug the cloaca shirt before we go on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How you often can... does it come up? Is that still out there? Uh, I thought yeah. that was gone. Well, so um okay, just a real quick real quick side <laughs> aside here. Yes, the some of the Syncast uh gear is still available on our our web uh site for Teespring. So you can go to cinemasins.com and you can click on the merch and you can still find some Syncast merch. I'm not sure when it's going to be coming down, but if you want a cloaca shirt, now's the time to go grab Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll grab yeah. that. Maybe we should do it as a Howard friends. the Duck on there instead of the frog, because right now it's a frog. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, no, 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 you're fine. I think I, well, I already said like this was, I, I'm pretty sure this is my least favorite episode. I mean, I will mm-hmm. say though, now that we're talking about it, that the Black Panther one's not, or the Guardians of the Galaxy slash Black Panther one 
was also really bad. That was the one Danae and I worked on. But it's this is in that conversation. This might be a little more entertaining than that one. Yeah. Um, as far as the sins, you guys said a lot of them. I will say, I did not know that's why we say cheese. That's that's right. That's that's why we say cheese. Yeah. Yeah. To get a smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never so, heard that so before. Cheese, and then you, you make the smiling face. No, that makes face. sense. So if I've, you say like, mozzarella and someone yeah. takes a picture and you just got the o face or whatever mm. they yeah. said yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i just Waffle. never like never never thought enough about it to look into it like, that's makes perfect lo- sense say Waffle. Waffle. <laughs> and then this is the picture everyone well, i always take pictures behind this mic so <laughs> that's true <laughs> so nobody knows nobody it's knows true. i i can't I'm, I'm wilson for a reason um I, so yeah, that and then the, the I think the one thing that hasn't been mentioned was imagine being so whiny that you'd rather see a flying cow over an alien species being beamed in from a dozen hovering, hovering spacecrafts. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was funny. And the sin is always his pineapple shirts. That was another one that caught <laughs> as my always. fancy. As always. All right, let's move into Cinema Sins. Danae going to stick around since she wrote on the first one of these as well. Uh, God because help me. We're going to talk about Bridesmaids and Danae has some things to say. Uh, yeah, Danae and I wrote uh, Bridesmaids. Uh, well, we didn't write Bridesmaids, but we did write the no, Bridesmaids no. Sin script. You'd have done a far better job. My Guess goodness. what epically long sequence in this movie I am not a fan of. Oh, gee, I, would, I actually thought about that I wonder if there's that one that scene. triggers Jonathan's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we should we should talk about that first so that you can like take your headphones <laughs> no, off and then have good. time to recover. I've seen it. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I will also say, I guess I'll start on this one, but uh, we, you know, this has been waiting in the wings for a long time, which happens with uh, mm-hmm. videos sometimes. <clears throat> and in fact, our uh, Sin Club members actually saw this video mm-hmm. months yeah. ago. Yeah, it um, popped up. Yeah. And then it then it went away. And then it went and away. Now back. <laughs> and now it's back. Um, so... In, a, in addition to seeing things a day early, sometimes you see them months, months early, early, as well as, mm-hmm. by the way, ad-free podcasts. If the ads, uh, if you don't enjoy those, you can uh, get all the uh, podcasts without mm-hmm. ads uh, by being a member as well. Um, so anyhow, this took forever to come out. Um, and I think the main thing that we dealt with in this is just how interesting it is the way this movie portrayed women friendships because it fell into so many traps so many cliches and yet it's comedy right so like you know comedy almost has to play the cliche sometimes um but finding that balance of like sinning those gender issues um sexuality issues those kind of things while at the same time giving it permission to you know, be a comedy um, in a well-loved comedy, by the way. This is a well-loved and respected mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, just trying to figure all that out. Um, I also, uh, the thing about the scene that uh, that triggers you, Jonathan, uh, is the whole point of that scene seems, and we send this, the whole point of that scene seems to be, guess what? Women are gross too. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah, they're humans too. Like, you know, like what is like, you know, if you love it in, in, you know, other movies where men are gross, then sure. Feel free to think it's hilarious here, but it's, you know, it's not hilarious because it's women. Um, if it's funny but at the to same you, time, I love that part. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like in, in movies and in content, it's, it's oftentimes, maybe not all the time, but it's oftentimes that women are portrayed kind of more put together mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, cute and sort of like presented in this pretty package. Mm-hmm. So to see women going 
really far on the spectrum. Like the pendulum has swung in the other direction. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing like this scene where they're trashing a bathroom and, you know, one is in a sink and one is in a toilet and there's everything is happening. I was disturbed as you should be, but also like, why am I disturbed on this other really strange part of my psyche where mm-hmm. like I'm not supposed to be seeing women do this? And so it kind of it really pushed me into an area where I was like, oh, my God, it's kind of fun to see mm-hmm. these really fun um, actor actors do really interesting work outside of what is, quote unquote, normally accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking about like the production of a movie like this and the purposefulness of like putting women into these roles and putting them into these scenes that you know are disturbing and you know they're over the line, but you usually see guys do it. So to make to have a moment where women do it, it really did make me think about like the creation of content, all that, and then go back in and try to figure out, did I actually enjoy it? And I didn't, I mean, it's dumb and it's stupid and it's silly. Um, if that scene existed in a movie where they were all actually like really good friends and they were like laughing about it or whatever, I actually would love it even more. But that around the whole rest of the movie, it was just a bunch of kind of cliche things, these cliche mm-hmm. moments between women and then a couple of them that were actually could really have stood alone in, in a different film. And I would have appreciated it on a totally different level. But because yeah. there was so much cliche like cat fighting and just the stuff that this movie was doing that was really fresh. I mean, they genuinely had a hey woman wake up cook in the kitchen moment in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh it my just blows God. my mind. So it was a very strange experience. That scene doesn't make any sense. I remember that scene pulling me out of the movie. The thing about it is it's not played for laughs be- like towards the guy. It's played for mm-hmm. laughs towards the woman in that scene, which is really strange because what he is doing to her is terrible. In that I mean, it's scene, really like, bad. I'm going to bring up all your painful memories of this yeah. thing, and I'm going to make casually. you. Cool. Yeah, and it's just like because I want a cake, but we're supposed to think it's cute, and we're supposed to think it's like this, and then forgive like, it with her later. Like she right. just kind of forgets about it when she gets in the car and she's talking to her friends. Like well, she's, she's blaming herself. Forgets. She blames yeah, herself oh, for it. Yeah, I should get over my emotional trauma right. and bake again for this person. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. There, it was a weird. It was a weird one. Sorry to interrupt. I just no, no, no. That's that particular good. that particular scene just it really to me oddly the horrible you know disgusting scene highlighted what this movie could have done in really interesting ways with female leads, but yeah. uh, it, it fell into some traps that I was really disappointed by. Uh, and thus the Beck fail uh, bonus round uh, lives. It's <laughs> so beautiful. So very good. We, we kind of went around and round on that one, didn't we? Like uh, what to include yeah. here? What don't we include here? You know, we tried to be pretty fair with it. Yeah. So interestingly enough, this movie taught me about that test because I knew about it, but I'd never really paid attention to it on, on, on like a, a practical level. I hadn't tried to apply it to something. I'd never done a, a study on it in mm-hmm. a movie, but while watching this movie, I was triggered so many times on them just constantly bringing up other male characters. And I wasn't sure what was an official Bechdel, mm-hmm. you know, metric. So I wrote down a ton of things that we didn't end up even using because technically it, it didn't meet the requirements. But mm-hmm. we had a lot of content to work with because, surprise, these females, these these characters that were written by someone are constantly worried about 
other people other than themselves and oftentimes males and how they are being brought into the conversation that when they don't really need to be. And that's just another example of how it's so strange. But as a woman who has struggled with who my identity is based on who I'm dating or who I'm with, I'm like, where does this come from? And then you watch content where it's just constantly brought up. I'm like, well, that's where it comes from. Mm. I'm, I, I was I was taught to wonder and, and gauge my value based on who I'm with and what they like and blah, blah, blah. And so it's taken a lot of years to kind of break away from that. So when I see it in a movie, I get really pissed because I'm like, my kid has to go through this bullshit. Yeah. So let me give you a gauge, kiddo. Let's play a game called your worth is not actually in someone else's opinion of you. <laughs> and also you can be individual yourself. And also if you think the male's opinions and what they're doing has any gauge on how you are as a person or your value we have to talk sorry oh, i apologize mm-hmm. well said well said i hate i i really didn't like this movie <laughs> <laughs> except the part where they were all pooping um that, that part i enjoyed <laughs> the uh the other thing i wanted to mention <laughs> sorry jonathan no, the other, that part i enjoyed <laughs> the other thing i wanted to mention was uh both videos this week we haven't gotten to uh the next one yet written months and months apart have almost identical bra sins in them, which it just <laughs> yep. blew my mind watching that this week. There's a bra sin here about, um, you know, how in movies, oftentimes women leave their bras on during sex, which we know is probably for rating reasons or nudity clauses or whatever. No, but, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, usually that's not something that stays on <laughs> right. unless you're in it's a like hurry. It's like the least comfortable piece of clothing to keep on. <laughs> well, and I feel like there's ways to shoot other. around that, too. Like, you can yeah. use a sheet or you can shoot from the neck. You know, I mean, like, there's ways around that. Not, in, not in do what they wanted to do in these yeah, scenes, probably, oh, because they true. wanted that's the true. long shots of the ridiculousness and, and that kind of stuff. God, but, the true. opening scene of yes. this movie. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that does remind me, uh, I really enjoyed, Danae, the uh, sin for every rotation of the breast. Uh, when <laughs> We cut it. <laughs> oh, we cut that one? We ha- So I think we had to cut that one, right? Because so, so I don't remember that there one. was some stuff that, that, that was like we had to cut out because it got you know dinged for being oh, inappropriate yeah like uh yeah. advertising things or whatever and that was one of so, them that was hilarious so, i'm sorry you didn't get to see that oh. there's a moment in the opening sequence where they're having this series of awkward sex positions and he just kind of like takes her breast and just tweaks it back and forth and, and then just like rotates really, it just like you just, know oh yeah 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 he, he just, just like goes like he's this just, this really sort of like wax on wax off uh-huh, style yeah. and every single time it does a full rotation i send it because it's just <laughs> it like just, this. The sin just dings <laughs> ding 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 wow that's funny <laughs> that's amazing uh, i wish you know what i wish we could do is i wish we could cut that footage and just like put it somewhere could, because that really that, was we funny put that up for our members we absolutely that was on the one that people saw a few months ago though yeah so if you watched if you did see the original uh bridesmaid on our sin club then you did see that sin <laughs> maybe i'm not sure of that but maybe, maybe. um okay. yeah uh we'd have to find it and i'm not sure if we keep old versions so yeah i'm not guaranteeing anything but if it's there we would absolutely That's love to do that so uh anyhow i think that pretty much uh covers what i wanted to say um danae did you have anything else you've kind of been in and out of of the conversation so i uh, so I, I enjoyed many of the specific, you know, 
uh, things that we went at. And this, I, I really am proud of this one because it was it was one where I really was hating on it a lot as I was watching it, mm-hmm. which you guys know I struggle with wanting to, to write whenever I'm genuinely having a terrible time. <laughs> yeah, this um, was one I remember early on you were struggle. like, I'm out. Like, I, I, can't. I can't. Yeah, Isn't it like two and a half hours or something? It's yeah. just so bad. And, and like, I just feel like saying the same thing over and over and over again. That's and that a... gets really difficult when you're writing. And But there was, there was a couple in particular that I was really proud of. And one of them was that there's a sin uh it's like they have their intestinal situation and then like in the next scene she's uh, like about to have sex with her (laughs) boyfriend and it's just like who in their right mind would go through the torture that they've just been through and been like, you know what? I really want to be intimate. Like just I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around Mm -hmm. no and so writing a sin about that was really delightful. And also just like all that fucking work for one cupcake. Whatever. Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. There's, it's just movies. Stupid. I would never recommend watching it to anyone. <laughs> Jonathan, what about you? I, like, I I don't think I've seen this since I saw it in the theater. Maybe I've seen it like one other time. Because my, my wife, I think, enjoyed it for the most part. She actually went and saw this with me because she was really excited about it. And I love this cast. And Yeah. Oh, they're, uh, yeah. Yeah. Paul Feig. Uh, is it Paul Feig? Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah. I think it's Feig. But yeah. yeah, I think it's, but I really, uh, the two movies he did after this, The Heat with uh, Sandra Bullock and mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy and Spy mm-hmm. also with Melissa McCarthy. I think both of those movies are two of the best comedies like of this, of the past like decade or whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever decade they're in. But this, I just remember being too long and like it had funny moments, but I don't know. It didn't really work for me. I do think that more movies should end on previously famous pop stars uh, singing their hit songs. I wish that go. was a thing, like in every movie, because that would excite me. Because like I was, they're not even facing. They're not even facing the <laughs> audience. <laughs> but watch. Actually, one of my favorite, one of my funniest moments though is Kristen Wiig and uh, and Maya Rudolph uh, uh, lip syncing and like yeah. looking at each other, mm-hmm. kind of doing that, like with their mm-hmm. shoulders. Oh my god! Stuff. The, the chemistry so between these actors is so fun yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you can, I think they're really uh, good friends in real life. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. tell. There, there's like, it, like even just when they're in the cafe talking, even though they're talking about bullshit that I don't want to hear them talk mm-hmm. about, I like watching the two of them. Exactly, interact. exactly. Yeah. And I think that's if anything works in this movie, I, I think it's that. But the movie itself is kind of forgetful. Trash. Yeah, uh, I love the murder mystery wedding scene just because that sounds awesome, and I wish I had More thought of that. More on that to come. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my wife, my wife wouldn't have let me do that, but God, that sounds so awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to get her to go on a murder mystery cruise. I think that would be a blast, but she's like, "Yeah, no, I'm good." That's like a, you know what? It makes sense because you like Agatha, Agatha yeah, Christie. Yeah, like love, you would actually be able to, or yeah. like doing it on a train, just like the yeah. Agatha Christie book. That'd be so fucking cool. It would be. Of course, you'd know the answers if it was based on Agatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I this picture beside your bed. <laughs> I just thought that was, <laughs> that whatever that Easter Bunny picture mm-hmm. was what the or whatever. Was that? <laughs> I liked uh, when Melissa McCarthy said she had two puppies in the van and said was they died of heat exhaustion. But sure, there are technically <laughs> two puppies in the van. And then the last one I'll mention is right. Your windshield is disgusting. Is that hard to wash it with your tears? I thought that was really funny. Nice, nice. No, it was a great video. It was awesome. Ian. Yeah, I watched this. This came out when I was 21 and not the sort of th- film I'd go and watch at all. But for some reason, all of my friends, it just got some word of mouth and stupid 21-year-old friends were like, this is the most 
funny thing that's ever come out ever. It's hilarious. It's got women in it. And that was that was enough to make it hilarious for them. And I went to see it and I hated it. I despised it so much. And I haven't I haven't seen it since. Um and if anything, this made me dislike it even more. I couldn't even get the chemistry between them when I was 21. I can't get it now through the Sins video, and I'm not going to give it another chance. So it just, it seems to, the, the Judd Apatow sin really hit me, because I was mm. like, how is this not a Judd, Judd Apatow film? It's It's got all well, of the... Well, I mean, the... he produced it, right? Oh, really? Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> did, did he? I think that, I, no, it, I, I think this is 100% a Judd Apatow film. I mean, he didn't direct it, but he produced it. It's got that stink all over it. Um, well, it's, it's and it's two and a half hours. That's yeah, and it's damn long. But the sins, on the other hand, I thoroughly enjoyed. So I now have a reason to enjoy Bridesmaids. That's the, the beauty <laughs> nice. of cinema sins. Is it is that's put put some ha- a happy funk on it. Um, boys are sticky semen squirting germ infested rank creatures <laughs> that should be shamed into bathing. Cliche. <laughs> I love it. That was great because we are. That's exactly what we are. Um, I love that we get a little, um, it's almost like a little origin story of the college girlfriend sin. It's like, everybody always laughs at that, but I'm not joking. And mm-hmm. the narrator says, yeah, everyone keeps saying that about my college girlfriend sins. And yeah. I love that everyone that's played for a joke is actually a true story. Right. Actually, yeah. Like, yeah. Stop laughing at me. I wasn't joking. That, that <laughs> yes, shit happened. Yes. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, the, the dog is a party gift. It's I know it's like it's one of those moments that is so ridiculous. The movie knows it's ridiculous, but you can't let it go by. You can't not acknowledge it and say, mm-hmm. "No, no, no, this is a dumbass idea." Even if you're trying to be absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, ha- happy to see bridesmaids taken down several notches. Nice. And I, real quick, I forgot. I was just looking up to make sure I was right about Judd Apatow producing, but uh, and he was. But uh, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo mm-hmm. wrote this, which is just interesting because disappointing. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, you. It is. I mean, so you should if you haven't seen Barb and Star, you yeah. should definitely go watch that instead of watching this again. Yeah, Barb and Barb Star, and Star is, great. is so much fun. Yeah, but yeah. between Bridesmaids, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, and Ghostbusters, what is wrong with Kristen Wiig? Why does she keep like? I just actually, I, I don't really crap. like that Ghostbusters movie, but I think Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy are funny in that movie. I, I just, I just don't really. I don't know. The movie doesn't work for me always, yeah. but. I, if there are good moments, it's a lot of it has to do with them, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. All right, let's move into uh, well, bye, bye, Danae. Bye. Thank bye. you for bye. for jumping bye. in. It's always good to see you. I do have a keeping tab, so I'll send it to you, Aaron, and oh, you can do okay. my keeping tab. Hey, we can do, do keeping tabs and then scream. And then- oh yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Hey, let's just do Beyond the Sins first. <laughs> oh no, poor Aaron. Guys, there's an order to things. Um, I'll see you guys later. All right. Bye, today. <laughs> bye. Scream 4 is what we're going to talk about. Uh, this is a Weewa script. Uh, Jonathan Weewa. and Ian writing on this one. Um, so, yeah, guys, what did you think of Scream 4? Best Scream movie in the franchise by far, right? Uh, Jonathan, why don't you start? I'm sorry, you you shocked me. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Jonathan I'm is not, not recovered. Wow. No, I'm nope. just kidding. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try not to just go off on crazy. But uh, I love Scream, the the original yeah. Scream, uh, for many many reasons. Uh, it got me. I don't know that I was ever out of horror, but as far as like mainstream theatrical horror, I wasn't really like I was more or less at that point in the mid '90s, just kind of watching older stuff. If I watched anything, I wasn't getting excited about like new horror releases. Uh, and Scream kind of brought me back, and like it did a lot of people. 
mm-hmm. uh, or turned a lot of younger people into horror fans, I think. Um, and I think, interestingly enough, 25 years later is what we're at now. It would turn 25 this past December. Um, I think it's even better now. Like, not only does it hold up, but I, I think it's better. Like, it's it's gone from, I really enjoyed that and had a lot of fun, and I'm glad to be enjoying horror movies again, to this is one of my all-time favorite movies. This is one of my favorite horror movies. Uh, I think it might actually have the greatest opening sequence in movie history. Uh, I think it's at least in that conversation. Uh, I'd have to think about that longer, but I it's in that conversation. Like if you were like, what's your favorite opening? Uh, you know, the Drew Barrymore opening would come to mind immediately. Absolutely. Uh, as far as the sequels go, nowhere near as good as the first one. I do like Scream 2. Uh, I don't like Scream 3. I know Scream 3 has gotten kind of a reevaluation. I'm sorry I can't join you. I wish I could. I just watched that a couple years ago when we send it. And uh, yeah, yeah, did not like that. Uh, I think this one's okay for the most part. I remember seeing this in the theater. I thought it was okay. I had problems with it. I've seen it a couple times since then, and then obviously I just watched it again. Uh, my opinion hasn't really changed. I, there, there are definitely things about this I like, um, but there's, 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 there's a lot of, but it's, it's messy, uh, and um, I don't think, I don't think it quite, I don't think it quite says what it wants to in an in an interesting way like i i get what it's trying to do but i don't it's not able to do what scream did right it's not it's not able to play that line of like metatextual kind of poking fun that's the one thing about scream i find interesting a lot of people say it's making fun of horror movies i don't think that's the case at all i think it's a movie that's absolutely 100 in love with the horror genre and mm-hmm. I, I i think it's showing that by kind of playing around with all the different cliches and right uh uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. Tropes. Stereotypes, whatever. Tr- yeah. Thank you. Tropes. Uh, and then is able to actually become a very good version of what it's doing, uh, what it's trying to be. Uh, the sequels have never really been able to play that line as well. And I think it shows really in the third one, but I think it also shows a little bit in this one also. And a lot of the stuff that we send, I actually remember thinking when I was watching it, like the killer's identities. I mean, it's fine. Like I totally get the Emma Roberts thing. Um, and I totally get they're going for the they're kind of doing their own version of the original. But I don't get that Ghostface more so in the other movies. He looks like he's seven feet tall. And then it's supposed to be like these two kids. That are like because like when Emma Roberts comes out of that closet, it doesn't even like the the, the robe doesn't fit her. Like It's so <laughs> big on her. Yeah. And, and then you've got like Rory Culkin. I assume it's supposed to be him is getting, like, kicked in the face by, like, you know, Nev Campbell in, like, her boots or whatever. And then we see him two seconds later. He's got no bruises. I mean, his face looks perfectly fine. It's like, you just took a kick to... Your nose would be broken. At the very least, your nose would be dislocated or something. So stuff like that was really easy to send. Um, And then Ian tackled a lot of the cliché stuff really well that I, I think it... I think it goes a little too far with the cliches and then isn't able to really make an interesting statement about why it's doing that. The opening is insane. Yeah, um, it is. Like, I, I, it's way too much. And if you watch the original opening, they have the original opening on YouTube, uh, which is interesting because they don't have the score to it. So it's it's kind of creepy because you just hear like stabbing and stuff, but there's no music. Ooh. There's nothing. to Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it's kind of similar in the sense that the two actual people that are living in Woodsboro, the two teenage characters that get killed, uh, Amy T. Garden and uh, I can't think of her name. She's she's in Tomorrowland with George Clooney, Brit something, I think. Uh, they're watching, I think, a stab movie, 
and then they play pranks, they play jokes on each other, and then Ghostface actually shows up and kills them. But you don't get any of the movie within a movie nonsense mm. uh, yeah. that we actually ended up getting. And I, I wish they had stuck more to that because I think that would have played better. Also, like Nev Campbell, I don't know, like I don't know, it's, the characters don't feel necessarily like they do in the in in the previous films as much. It's maybe a little better than they did in three, but I don't know. I don't know. There's just some some things about this don't work, but it's still very watchable, which is more than you can say for uh, Scream Three and Hayden yeah. Pantiera. I was so glad we got to keep my son off for her because she's great. Uh, oh, she's amazing. I love and, her. Uh, yeah, and she's had a hell of a career. I mean, she's had she's had hit TV shows and all kinds of stuff. But this always makes me wish she did like. There's more movies with her mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. able to do stuff like this. I will say though, she didn't look like a high school student. She looked like there's that scene where. She's got like a rock glass with like gin and tonic in it or something. She looks like she just got off like a nine to five shift in an accounting firm or something. And we're supposed to, <laughs> we're supposed to believe she's like yeah. a junior in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah. So it was, it was, it was really easy to send, but also it was really fun to just go back and watch it. I'm really excited about the new one. I'm going, it's getting good word of mouth. I'm going to see it tonight because yeah, it's me too. Thursday. Me too. Nice. Yeah. I also like taking a sin off for the ghost face voice because that's one thing about this franchise. I don't think it's talked about enough. I love that voice. I think that voice work is what makes that it makes him so a lot more scary than he probably would be otherwise. Uh, and uh, you know, just saying stuff like "Do I sound like a Trevor?" I don't know. Yeah. It's just it says stuff like that. <laughs> Do and it I sounds sound so like creepy. a Trevor. And yeah. I'm so glad they've kept <laughs> Roger Jackson in every movie, including the new one, because I I think without him it doesn't work. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's really, uh, all I have to say, I think. Sorry if I went on too long. I just, I love talking about this franchise, so. No, mm-hmm. it's passion is good, man. Ian, what about you? What were some of your thoughts, uh, watching this? Had you seen it before? Oh. <laughs> so the baffling thing, and this it's shocks crazy. everybody when I tell them, this is insane. This is the first Scream movie that I've seen. Oh, that is not okay. That no, is, that, no, that's that's that is so not but okay. Oh, when he told me that. No. Oh, no. I know. When he told me that, though, I was kind of like, how interesting, though. Like, how does yeah, this play? But now, but now how do you I watch the first f- one? Like, oh, that's that's tough. That's really tough. Because the first mm-hmm. one really is good. Like, it, oh, it, it's so good. It changed so much. It, it's very similar to uh, Shaun of the Dead, right? Like, where it, yes. it, it, it it's mm-hmm. kind of sending up something that it also obviously loves and is also that thing itself um but mm-hmm. oh man that breaks my heart in some ways yeah it, anyhow continue ian i did that just no, broke my heart a little bit yeah absolutely and as a result i went on a journey because of course i'm aware of what scream is and mm-hmm. how influential the first film is and exactly what it was trying to do and i did i did really when i saw that scream 4 was on my schedule i really had every intention of watching yeah. the mm-hmm. other three because it was around it, no, no, no. It was in December when in November or December when we were writing this. December, no, it was December I think. definitely. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't have enough time because I wrote this as part of like a jet lagged, exhausted soup of man. I I have like exhausted, mm-hmm. but I have to write this script, and I just didn't have time to watch the other movies. So I was like, I'm just going to get through it. So between that and just it not being a good movie was was tricky. Um, and yeah, my biggest problem is that I couldn't tell what was a cliche that they were leaning on and what was a cliche that they were parodying. So mm-hmm. the film obviously exactly. wants to parody stuff like Saw and just the horror genre in general and to keep itself current, even though it itself is 10 years removed, which in itself is a is a cliche and something that it's trying to send up. But it just doesn't land. It doesn't do it. It, it 
the, the perfect sin that summed it up for me was that it thinks using all of these cliches excuses it from using the cliches or just acknowledging them and saying, hey, look at all of this. Like the There's a time when they're getting ready to watch do a stab marathon and they're shouting out all of the cliches. All the things that they have done in this film, but not far enough removed that they're just leaning on it. They're not... not I don't know what the commentary was meant to be here. So, yeah, disappointing overall. I will watch Scream 1, and I've heard that Scream 2 is worth uh, at least Yo, consideration as well. Would, it's worth watching. Uh, I mean, you might want to watch Scream 3. I mean, Scream 3 is... I mean, you're probably not going to hate yourself for watching it, but it's not necessary. Yeah, And I'm going to see Scream 5 on Friday, so I will have watched <laughs> Scream 4 and the new Scream before I've had a chance to watch anything else. So, but you should at least watch the first one. You should one. at least watch it's the not first happening. one. Uh, I, okay. one, I can right. count the amount of hours that I have between now and then. <laughs> well, that's true. And they are two taken. six hours ahead of us. Um, they are taken right now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Scre- the first Scream does... Um, uh, an insanely better job of what you're complaining mm-hmm. about in this one. I'm I sure think. it does. Yeah, 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 I totally buy it. So yeah, what a I'm kind of proud that I've had this ass backwards <laughs> route into Scream, <laughs> and this will always be my history of Scream that I had to uh-huh. see yeah. the fourth one before I'd seen anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the matching wounds reveal at the end. Really, there's so many inconsistencies that really mm-hmm. pissed me off in this film, and Chris reviewed it. And most of his comments were, fuck yeah, what <laughs> yeah, is this really shit? <laughs> I'm so glad you, like, the, the script had 30 comments and I was like, oh, we screwed the pooch on this one. Like, we did a bad job. But 27 of them were like, get it, guys, you nailed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly my issue with the film. Um, but yeah, the the, the revelation when D- Doofy Dewey, Donkey Stewart, dumb, dumbass, Dewey. Sheriff, yes. him, um, goes to uh, Monica from Friends and <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Like you've got matching, you've got matching wounds, and she's like, "But how did she know it's matching?" I was like, "Well, yeah. just you both got stabbed. Like that doesn't mean geographically you both had the same wounds." So it's stuff like that that it leans on. How great of a name is Gail Weathers? Well, oh, Gail just, Weathers really? It's so good. It's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want them to actually because sometimes they'll do this. Like remember Lost? Like they released whatever book they were talking about in the show. Like they somebody actually wrote mm-hmm. that book. Yeah, like I want somebody yeah. to write the. I want somebody yeah. to write the Woodsboro Murders. Like I want yeah. that to be like a book. Woodsboro Murders by Gail Weathers. I remember the philosophy. Like the Dharma Initiative had a website, and that mm-hmm. phone number that they sent took you somewhere. It was yeah, wow. it was good stuff. Much better than this film. Um, <laughs> let's just talk about Lost. <laughs> let's just talk about Lost instead. I'd love it. I don't understand why everyone thinks that since Sydney is cursed, like genuinely, like uh, the characters themselves, like well, no, she's been through a hideous trauma. Yeah, do they genuinely think that she's a in on it or b cursed? And like, they keep cruel. saying that stuff too. Like they compare her to like uh, Jeffrey the Angel Dahmer of death and, and whatever, and like actresses, yeah. and it's like no, she's an actual victim of murder. Like she's, she's all her <laughs> friends have been murdered several times. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is a horrible, horrible thing. And you're only saying that because you're in a movie. The fact that she was able to, like, keep it together to write a book and go to appearances is amazing. Like, we should be celebrating (laughs) that. Exactly. I would be at Uh, a cabin in the woods. You would never see me again. Away. Yeah. Away completely. Um, And just the the outtake at the end where what's her name from American Horror Story stabs herself in the shoulder. It's like, no! Kelly Clarkson it was Emma so Roberts. good. I like yeah. how you're just naming people from other things. <laughs> that's that's what we do. It is. It's, it's a very Jeremy thing. I can't thing. remember Emma Roberts' name in the movie all of a sudden, though. I just it's Emma Roberts, nope. but her name yeah. escapes so me. So yeah, that was um, those are my thoughts. It will always be backwards for me. 
Uh, I watched Scream Jill. 4. Sorry, Jill was her name. <laughs> Go ahead. Jill, nice. well done. Nice. I watched Scream 4 at one point in my life and didn't think another second about it again until now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it's just it just was so bad at everything that, that the original Scream was so good at. Um, but, uh, but watching this brought it back and, uh, it's man, it's not great. Uh, so I will focus on the sins that I loved. Um, plant scares, the new cat scares with a hundred percent more stupidity. Plants are not included. You must provide your own plant. Uh, very nice. The exploration of why the narrator isn't feeling anything at the reveal is really fun. <laughs> Wait, why don't I feel anything? I was supposed to feel something. And then he's like, um, okay, let's have a look here. Swelling music, check. Dramatic mask reveal, check. Giving a single F who the killer is. Oh, like, <laughs> just like, so beautiful. Great way to say that. And then had to give a huge shout out and thank you to uh, whoever decided to write the absolutely elaborate and beautiful and 100% correct begging the question sin. Thank you for that from all of us who don't like when language changes <laughs> that is in my keeping tabs okay and actually, fair enough i wasn't sure because like chris has i know mentioned that before because one of i was, was sweating it, was, i might have written it wrong and i can't remember it was wrong in a context i feel like i wrote it too and chris was saying mm-hmm. something to me he's like oh yeah that's right mm-hmm. and then when you, and then I read you wrote that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, is Ian just kissing Chris's ass? I'm not sure what's going on here. <laughs> that was a huge part of it. We'll we'll get to it in keeping oh, time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, oh yeah, I love that as well. Let's wait no further. Let's get into Woo. keeping tabs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. 
We're going to take a look at something else from the process of putting together the week's content. A weird Google search, a deleted sin, maybe why we're questioning, begging the question. That begs the question, <laughs> Ian. Why did you write that it doesn't, sin? Like, no, it does it doesn't, not actually it doesn't, beg that question. It doesn't actually beg <laughs> the question. This kind of blows my mind because I, I mean, it's crazy how many people are using this wrong. I used it wrong for Well, well but I, I can't say thing. I said it often. But. Here's the thing. It now means that. And that's what's it so well. that's irritating. That's what's so irritating about language, mm-hmm. but also so beautiful about language is it changes and yeah 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 so literally changes this literally figuratively as well um so this dates back i can't remember what script it was but i wrote a scene and he said well if this happens then doesn't that beg the question why didn't this happen Mm -hmm. and chris i could tell in the tone of chris's message he didn't want to say this it it may as well start with i know i'm being an asshole here but and it was basically saying that, like, yeah, begging the question essentially means that now. But when I write a sin, I like to use the actual version of begging the question. And what pissed me off is that I know that. And I, I kicked myself for using begging the question mm-hmm. because it's annoyed me before as well. But in a haze of sin writing, it just it slipped out. Um, so deleted the sin, cut it. I've actually, in other sin scripts, I know I've done this with other writers, I've asked permission to use brings the question instead of begging the question. Exactly. Um, yeah. Because that's more appropriate yeah. uh, in my mind. I don't think we cut it. I think we did just rephrase it to, well, doesn't that make you think? Or mm-hmm. something yeah, yeah. like that. Um, so when an actual begging the question fallacy <laughs> comes up at the beginning <laughs> of the movie... I was like, this is me. And that is by far, I think I spent more time wording that and revisiting that than Mm -hmm. I did the rest of the script combined. Because first of all, you have to get to the place of, is it begging the question? Mm -hmm. And then making it funny. And the only way I could make it funny was by saying, I'm sorry, you're going to have to re-listen to this 15 (laughs) times before it makes sense. Because that's that's half as many times as I had to rewrite it. And I have never sweated more than when that went off to review. And I was like, nah, I fucked it up. I've done something wrong. And Chris's comment was just, ha, nice. <laughs> yes, yes, I did it. I got begging the question right. But for, for anyone that's still confused, the, fa- the begging the question is, the fallacy of begging the question occurs when an argument's premise assumes the truth of the conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of, the, one of the top examples here is believing that everything in the Bible is word for word correct because something in the Bible says that the Bible is correct. So yeah. it's proving a point with its own point. And it's a hard bit of logic to get yourself out You're almost of. better off saying, it's almost clearer to say, assuming the answer, you know? Correct, um, yeah. Because that's that's really more what it means. To beg the question means to assume the answer. Is this um, when she's when they're having that conversation about the Stab movies and she's yeah, like... Yeah, it's the is, fact that yeah. if the start of Stab, Stab 7 is the start is the start of stab six doesn't that mean the start of stab six is stab five and it's like no just because one thing is true doesn't mean the yeah. rest of it is true yeah yeah, so yeah loads of fun super satisfying <laughs> uh, i'm begging to leave <laughs> uh, all right i mentioned mine as well so i'll go next uh the true story had a friend who told his fiance he wanted a murder mystery wedding where right before the announcement of the couple the lights would go out and the bride would be dead when they came back on and so the reception awesome. would be figuring out which of the bridal party actually killed her uh she married Amazing. him anyway but with a normal wedding and honestly the sin is for the fact that i was supposed to play the detective and that was stolen from me so <gasps> True. Uh, I It is Yay. a true story. Um, my wife asked me if I had any ideas for our wedding. And I said, I've always thought it would be cool to do a murder mystery wedding. 
where, oh, you know, the, you know, and described kind of this thing happened. And she just kind of looked at me and she was like, okay, that's not happening. Um, and also I'm not asking you about the wedding anymore. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, fair enough. That's better. Mary Fine. probably would have just left me. She'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's, not I was only like, that, we're not getting married. <laughs> thank you for putting up with my wild answers. Uh, and, 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 in another universe, uh, it is quite poss- possible that Jeremy would have played the detective uh, in that murder mystery wedding. And so it's interesting to put Amazing. this in his mouth from his perspective yeah. of a story that I actually uh, I've, lived uh, through. So, yeah. I've, I've written a few murder mystery parties, and uh, we used to do them in college. This uh, group of us would do them, and they're so much fun. That sounds like a blast. But, yeah, it does, that would, I mean... It sounds fun yeah. until you start dealing with all of the buildup and perceptions that so many people have about what their weddings will look like, what they will no, be. Yeah, I don't, in. It just sounds interesting. I don't think it would work. because and plus, It's like, a just, stressful day the, enough. It's a stressful day. Let's not day. add an actual event to it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. people learning lines <laughs> and like, you know, like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. The fact that the bride would be dead during the reception, probably need to deal with that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, not actually part of it. Yeah, playing the dead body in a murder mystery party is not that fun. <laughs> At the reception, nah. the bride is just in a casket uh, for the reception. <laughs> um, no, no. And the pictures 30 years later just don't make sense because you sense forgot anymore. it was don't a murder mystery. I will say to everyone in the – because there were a lot of people in the comments of the Bridesmaids mm-hmm. videos asking about this, saying how much fun it sounds like. Uh, really appreciate that. Um, it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, I did have one from, uh, somebody who said my wedding was pretty much a carnival came in on a camel in a black dress with a magician officiant in a turtle ring bearer. There was a world famous whistler, a petting zoo, a giant pizza and two thirds of tenacious D were they, were they redoing, uh, were they doing like a Prince Ali thing or something? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I assume, I assume all of that is just a joke, which it's a great joke. Uh, yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if it's also true, that is next level. Um, so amazing stuff. Uh, it was also the the only thing I wanted to mention about this because it's really interesting. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's a movie about a wedding. But there was a second uh, story in there about a talent show before a wedding that was also a true story. Um, and that was from Danae wrote that one. And interestingly enough, we both were at that talent show. Um, oh, amazing. So we both experienced, uh, that, uh, was it someone like the you awkward, that they sing just yeah, this awkward yeah. thing where somebody's up singing, like, uh, I wish I no. was married to you at like the day uh, before no. this person gets married. Uh, like it was so like, uh, it was, it was cringe. It was one wait, of the most, they did like a talent show. So just anybody in the wedding party or family that wanted yeah, like, to be a part of it could Jen, Jen and I, uh, my wife and I got up and sang a whole new world. Um, so, oh God. yeah. I mean, so. you guys are lovely. <laughs> Very. <laughs> We killed it, Ian. It was oh, great. I'm sure it didn't happen. Um, I'm sure it was Was beautiful. there a juggler or I don't remember a juggler. No, I don't I don't remember that. That would have been me because I wouldn't have had anyone to love just sat in the background <laughs> juggling. Oh, didn't Ian, even go on stage Ian, for it. I just stood there Ian, juggling. You're you're <laughs> you are perfectly whole, just yourself, Ian. You, I know that. Okay. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan, what about you? What's your keeping tab? Mine's pretty quick. And I just, um, I, well, there was a couple reasons why I couldn't do this. I was thinking about doing, because like there's a moment in stream four where Kirby, the Hayden Pantiera character is on the phone and thinks that Rory Culkin's about to get killed if she doesn't answer these questions. And it's a, it's a callback obviously to the opening of the original film. 
And then there's a question that's it starts off it's something like the ghost face says something like you know this uh remake of a of a horror classic and then the character just starts naming off remakes uh from from mm. from from the like the decade you know like the 2000 to when this movie was released and i knew like there's no way she names them all because it's insane how many remakes there were <laughs> even after 2011, mm-hmm. but between 2000 and 2011, it's just insane. Like that's what horror became. It was just, everybody was trying to remake something. So I was going to do a send where I listed all these and I took the time to look them up. And then afterwards I realized I couldn't do it because there's no way we could play the whole thing. Like we couldn't play all of what she says. Cause we have a, we have, I mean, there's reasons behind it, but we basically have a lead in like where we won't go over a certain amount of time. And for the most part, and I was going to mm. kill that by a lot because she just <laughs> names off. Cause I'll tell you what she names and she's so good in this moment. Like it's a really fun moment, but at the same time, you know, what we ended up sending, I think was perfect that it's like, but why wouldn't she wait till he was done with the question? Like it didn't make any sense what she would. Why cut she, him off? Yeah. yeah. She thought, she thought her friend was about to get killed. Uh, but anyway, so she says Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Dawn of the Dead, Hills Have Eyes, Amityville Horror, Last House on the Left, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, My Bloody Valentine, When a Stranger Calls, Prom Night, Black Christmas, House of Wax, The Fog, and Piranha. So I went back and looked up what she left out. It's just to show you how insane <laughs> this trend was uh-huh. between 2000 and 2011. She left out Black Christmas. The Hitcher, Sorority Row, Funny Games, The Ring, A Tale of Two Sisters, Shudder, Dark Water, The Grudge, Thirteen Ghosts, The Eye, April Fool's Day, The Omen, One Miss Call, Children of the Corn, Willard, Toolbox Murders, It's Alive, The Stepfather, The Wolfman, and The Wicker Man. <laughs> wow. So And they're just remakes? It's amazing. Yeah, those are all just those That's are all remakes. Unreal. Some of them I mean, I included like J Horror remakes, which I still think counts because they're definitely remakes. But yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we were just remaking. I mean, that's what horror became like around two like it when Platinum Dunes came in and did like Amityville Horror or whatever it was they did first. Yeah. And then everybody was like, Yeah, what IP can we grab? And then and they're still doing it. Like that hasn't stopped. We just had another Black Christmas uh remake, you know, fairly recently. There's gonna be a Hellraiser remake this year. And um yeah. I think there's something else too that's being re- oh Salem's Lot uh, and Firestarter like those that's three that are just coming out this year I believe wow. so I don't is know there, it's is there any uh, um, an Exorcist sequel coming was it Poltergeist there is an Exorcist sequel coming but it's, it's, a, it's actually yeah. a sequel it's not a, oh it's actually a it's sequel. not a remake right. they did do a Poltergeist remake uh, 2015 <sighs> but that was after Scream Four so I cause there there were so many no, after fair. Scream Four that I had to go back and take off because I was like oh yeah wait I'm not getting the years right so then I had to go back yeah. and then after all that I was like well I can't do this because we can't play this oh, lead in no. <laughs> so I was like <laughs> oh no it's the worst oh, like why did worst. I just spend like 30 minutes doing all <laughs> uh-huh. this work. But yeah. I, so I could talk Amazing. about it on Keeping Tab. Oh, yes. That's the place for it. All right. Let's move into the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pick a comment from last week's content from the various places that you reach out to us. Discord, YouTube, Reddit, uh, the Sin Club, at Patreon, wherever it might be. Um, Ian, why don't you go first? What's your comment this week? So yeah, I've got some nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. Um, oh I, yes, we need I like a scream song for this or something. Um, we do. 
nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. They're just they're just three. We are the nitpickers. They are nitpicking yeah. the nitpickers. And now yeah. we are nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. You never know. Nitpicking the game the song might happen at some yeah. point. You know, might happen. Yeah. Hey, there guys. Let's get some requests for something really obscure. <laughs> just some, just some fan who's really good at you know, you know, putting together yeah. simple, uh, you know, stingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He doesn't want any money. So, <laughs> yes, just love and affection, and maybe neither of those things. So uh, we're going to start with one that I know is green, and I know I got it wrong, and blah blah blah. Hawkeye belongs in the Avengers. Whatever. Thor got killed by the arrow, and that's perfectly acceptable. Um, it's the fact that. There isn't an actual infinity gauntlet in the bottom right. of Odin's basement or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, so I, in um, the What If Thor episode, I send the fact that, wow, you're just going to keep the infinity gauntlet down here with all of the stones in it. That doesn't make any sense. And if I'd have done five seconds of research, I would have known that was stupid. Not just you, Ian. There are many people that look over these things. This is the thing, like, you yes. know. It's when, oh, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when a mistake gets through, when something gets through that if it, we could have figured out, it's not just on one person's shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I will say it might sound obvious, but there isn't an in-universe explanation for why it's down there. Other right. than Healer saying, oh, it's fake and tosses it to one side. Mm-hmm. We still don't know why it's there. Kevin Feige, Feige, whatever, has had to say... Oh, yeah, no, no, it is weird. And the reason that Odin put it down there is so that people, the people of Asgard know where it is and they aren't worried about it being used against them. All of this is retcon, right? Of course it's retcon. Yeah, it's all in of an this interview is retcon. that's like way, way later. Um, so I almost forgive myself for it. But yes, that is an absolute green that was pointed out by a few people. The other thing I would mention about that is we are in a different universe as well. So yeah. maybe in that universe, the Infinity maybe Gauntlet is. is real. Like you don't know. Yeah. Is there air? <laughs> um, is there oxygen? You don't know. Do I breathe backwards? Um, what else did we have? So um, this relationship between Thor and Loki makes sense because the universe corrected their biggest beef, the throne. With Loki having never been taken to Asgard, he, um, Thor inherits the throne like he's supposed to and so has no reason to have a love-hate relationship. So they each have their own throne. So that's why they now get along. Because um, well, I seen the fact that, well, they shouldn't be friends, they shouldn't know each other, they shouldn't be getting along at all. Well, I mean, maybe it addresses the getting along part, but the other stuff is still... Re- it still like doesn't explain why he's yeah. And present. for me, it's still, why is he in it? I mean, that's the whole thing, right. like, what if, like, you, you're supposed to be changing things, but you're still bringing back the same people that were in the hmm. Thor world, you're just putting them in different situations. But I just, like, just don't even have them in there. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And unless I'm remembering correctly, the, the Frost Giants and the Asgardians aren't best buddies. They they have, like, an uneasy alliance, but they've been mm. at war. So why would a Frost Giant be friend with an Asgardian anyway? It's For me, that's an amber to a, a red. At, at <laughs> yeah, best. I, think a, I think that's fair. <laughs> that, that's a fun conversation for somebody to get mad about. Why are Frost Giants and Asgardians? Let them be friends! <laughs> Let not. them get along! Um, in Hawkeye, the opening credits, we've got... Um, um, an animation of Kate training and there's a fencing and then there is a spray of cartoon fluid of some sort. Now, someone in the comments said that the fencing thing actually makes sense. Um, in training and competitive fencing, they often have a breakable tip to not only show that they are stuck, but also where it was stuck because you get different points. Sure. So they're saying that there's fake blood loaded into the tip oh, of the sword. Oh, it's not their on. blood. Or fake pain. <laughs> if you're telling me that the creators of Hawkeye that animated the intro were thinking that, 
Man, that is a yeah, leap. So strictly I, true, but I think that's giving a lot of credit. To, I'm trying not to take it too personally, but that seems like a stretch. I, I'd have that's to go reach. red on that. Uh, red is the blood that uh, should not be there. Uh, I thought you were yeah. about to say people can actually get stabbed. I'm like, well, I'm never fencing. Not that I was going to. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Randomly um, pick that up next week. Unless you're fencing and die another day, in which case, yes, you can get all kinds of, of hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was, yeah, that's it. Nice. Nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. Love it. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Uh, I honestly don't even remember. I mean, I guess we had a weekend at Bernie's or something, but I just thought this was really funny when I was going through the comments. And also the name of the comment, or I am going to say it's Shaggy Nuts, which I thought was great. Uh, <laughs> this is for Hawkeye. Nice. And he just, or they just simply put, I think weekend at Bernie's started on a Thursday. And I know exactly where that comes <laughs> that from. so funny. Just so. <laughs> It's part of the, the is this a Christmas film debate. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the narrator yes. ends with, well, you wouldn't say that's a Thursday film. And that's somebody right. comes up with a Thursday <laughs> mm-hmm. film example, yeah. Yeah. which is yeah. incredible. I it was yeah. like one of the first hey, things Hey, let's do a I Thursday's read. movie marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's just Weekend at Bernie's. I, that was quick. I want to say one more because I thought this was fascinating. Christopher Scott's, I'll give him credit because I thought this was great. Uh, said about Hawkeye, it's kind of weird how they still thank Hawkeye for saving the city like more than a decade ago. <laughs> it's way more recent and relevant to say thanks for bringing half the universe back. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is a very so good true. point, and I yeah. wish we had written that. That was yeah. that was yeah. I thought that was a great. Point. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention iconic blue in the bridesmaids uh, video says um, quotes one of the sins, which says aren't all of these women beautiful, and then. Uh, responds with, yes, yes, they are, and thank mm-hmm. you for saying it. And I wanted to mention it because if you open up that uh, comment, there are lots of replies. And among the common mistakes that I think is happening in the conversation there, because some people are like, nope, no, some people are more beautiful than other, or some people are more you know, handsome than other people or whatever. Um, I think there's a definition issue going on here with the word beautiful versus the idea of attractiveness. Um, and attractiveness is this individual thing. And yes, there are cultural standards of attraction, which is a whole nother conversation about whether those should be considered legit or not legit or whatever. Uh, but all of the way we are attracted to humans, like in a, uh, physical way or a desire way is different than what I think the sin is talking about with beauty. Um, and I think all humans are beautiful but not necessarily uh, internally or externally attractive um, to certain individuals. Um, so yeah, it's just an interesting conversation when you kind of started to get in you start to get into the weeds of the idea of physical appearance and what makes somebody physic- physically beautiful. Um, I you know personally have come to the place where I find all humans uh, physically beautiful, not necessarily physically attractive to me personally, but, you know, beautiful nonetheless. I like to think um, most so, people, yeah. like, with age, that just kind of comes. Like, I, I yeah, hope I think so. so. I hope so. Cause... I, I think so. And, and I, I find myself, as I've gotten older, really, uh, really, and I've always been this to an extent, but even more as I, I get older, really leaning on attraction is such an internal thing for me. It's such about the yeah. being attracted to the spirit of the person, who the person is, the choices they make, the things they believe, you know, like those things uh, I find much more, you know, fascinating than necessarily the shape of a nose or, you know, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Before we finish off keeping tabs, uh, Danae mentioned she had some keeping tabs that she was going to send me and she did. Uh, the first one is so Danae. She literally <laughs> sent me, a, she sent me a message that says, 
I don't know why this is in my keeping tabs folder for this movie. And it's <laughs> just, it is just a chapter of the book Walden by Henry David Thoreau. It's a complete, it's a link to an entire chapter of a Thoreau novel. And, and she just doesn't remember? She has no idea. What was no the idea. thinking? It's amazing. What was she thinking? That is, I mean, you know, listen, uh, in the moment, it was something. I don't know. But then she also, she also did send me, she did research on how long it takes uh, to get from Wyoming to Wisconsin. Um, and so she had researched, you know, travel uh, via bus uh, and uh, public transit and then car because that's how it, you know, it happened in the movie when she had to get yeah. back oh, it's without where they everybody landed else. The plane yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, the answer to that was approximately four hours as long as there are no delays uh, <laughs> and it's nonstop. So, um Amazing. So, yeah, anyhow, wanted to pass that along from Danae as well. Well, there you go. Uh, let's move into Beyond the Sins. The Internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're each going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we have seen recently. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I rewatched a movie from 2013 that I recommended highly, highly, highly that year um, and has since, you know, kind of disappeared. And I understand because it's not one a lot of people have heard of. It's a documentary uh, done by Penn and Teller. And they did a documentary on one of their friends who was exploring how a certain um, 1500s painter was able to capture uh, life and light and realism in the way they did. That was Vermeer is the name of the painter. And the name of the movie is Tim's Vernier. Uh, Tim is their friend. And the idea for this documentary is that he thinks he figured out how Vermeer did this and is going to replicate it using tools that were available in the time and paints his own Vermeer uh, using this way. And the results are just, I'll just say, if nothing else, compelling. So this is, this is one of the most interesting documentaries I've ever seen. It's I will say uh, it appeals to a lot of things in me that maybe aren't the same as everybody. There's a real scientific exploration, invention aspect to what's going on here. There's a real um, discovery. Like if you're into the sciences, if you're into the process of discovery, the process of curiosity, how things work, how things are done, um, this is you're going to love this. If you just want to see an interesting documentary about somebody trying to paint a cool painting. That's also really cool here. If you also like, uh, you know, Pendulette's style, he's all throughout this. He narrates it. He does interviews in it. Um, you know, that might appeal to you as well. So this hits, you know, this checks a lot of my boxes, obviously, but, um, nobody talks about this movie that mm. I know of. I've and never so, heard of it. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I watched it again. I, well, I'll tell you why, actually, my wife and I were in Los Angeles and we went to the Getty, um, which is an art museum uh, in Los Angeles, beautiful art museum. And they had a lot of these uh, oil canvas, um, you know, from that uh, era, uh, some of the Dutch masters in there. And it really reminded me of the Vermeer thing. And so it got me thinking about that. And then we went to Griffith Observatory in Los Angeles and they have a camera obscura there, mm -hmm. which is this way uh, you create a dark room. You poke a small hole and it creates a reverse image of what's happening outside the hole, um, you know, in like 
it's hard to explain. Look up Camera Obscura. You'll you'll find something that can explain it better than I will here. But there's also an element of the invention in what he's trying to figure out how Vermeer painted that uh, talks about Camera Obscura. So those two things, and I was like, I got to watch this movie again. And so my wife and I watched it just a couple nights ago. And man, I was as compelled as I was the first time just watching it all again. It's just, it's really astonishing stuff. So huge recommend for me. It's called Tim's Vermeer. By the way, it's uh, not on any streaming services. You'll either need to rent it for $3 or buy it for $13. So uh, there's... A, yeah, slight, slight investment. <laughs> uh, Ian, what about you? Yeah, I'm hopping on something that's already been recommended. It's Yellow Jackets. Um, oh, this show is good. It's ticking my boxes. It's doing my things. It's stirring my brain. It's it's just one of those shows that is so fun to share as a community and to talk about and to spin up ideas and conspiracy theories and what-if stuff. Um it's so much fun. If you don't remember from a few weeks ago, Jonathan, you recommended it a few weeks back, I think. Um, it, the premise is that similarly to Lost, there is a plane crash um, and people are stranded. And the story takes place between 1996, where we have the stranded people and um, the present day, <laughs> Aaron, sorry, <laughs> 2021, um, where a certain amount of them have survived. We don't know how many, we don't know who, some might be in hiding. Yeah, some it's might fun be dead, to watch how the show plays with that. Yeah, very, very much, because you can't just assume that because you're seeing them now, that's who makes it off the island. Um, great mystery, great twists and turns. It's funny in some places mm-hmm. as well, like the way they deliver some stuff. Um, well worth a watch. Um, it's 10 episodes long, the finale just came out i think it's is it hbo that you can watch it's it showtime. Time. the finale is not coming out for oh, us of course it is the finale is sunday oh, is for us oh is it sunday sorry so yeah um I, the uk gets it a few days later um anyway i think we get it on oh, okay. the friday afterwards or something like that and we get it on sky or now tv but yeah well well recommended i Jonathan. mean when this episode airs it will have the finale will have been will have already correct happened. yeah yeah, yeah. But, no, really, I, really I agree. And I think I even said it was just, I like the first, like, I think I recommended after two episodes and I just said, look, mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going, but it's amazing right now, but it has continued to stay amazing. It and, has, uh, yeah. So I've seen eight, eight yeah. or nine now. Nine, and, yeah, I think. It's, or maybe it's your ninth one's coming out today or something. But um, yeah, no, it's everything you said. I echo it. I I, I do. I just, I love how this show plays with structure. It it's it, it, it is similar to Lost in that way too, I think. Um, the way it plays with, you know, past yeah. and present and yeah and all. for sure you guys, you yeah guys but are, it does it much better <laughs> you guys i haven't watched this show it is on my list i have i have added it to my queue um of things i want to watch you, the way you talk about it really reminds me of my thoughts on station 11 like that like there's just I this idea of jumping around in time and station 11 has continued to be amazing as well um, I, I, yeah, I, I really want to watch that because I love that book. Uh, I read that book last year for the first time, and it just yeah. blew me away. So I'm really excited to, when I get a chance to watch it. That's HBO yeah. Max, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Uh, mine's actually, uh, it's a, well, it's an app now. I, I Honestly, I don't know how old this is because I think the app is pretty recent. I don't know how old the website is, but based on what I've done on the website, I don't think the website's super old. But I just randomly found out about this through somebody I follow on Twitter was tweeting about it. And this is called uh, Serialized. And this is basically letterbox, but it's television shows, which... I've been uh, nice. wanting forever. So it's serialized. And I will say like Letterboxd, there's no E at the end. So it's just, 
it's like S-E-R-I-A-L-I-Z-D dot com. And then there's an app, I think, on most, I think definitely on Android and iPhones. I don't know uh, what else is possible out there, Google, whatever. I'm sure it's on those two. But um, I just, I really like it. There are, I just thought it was worth mentioning because I don't know if anybody else is like me. Now, there, now I have used TV tracking apps. Like I know Aaron introduced me to some of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like there's track TV and, you know, stuff like that. Yep. So maybe this really isn't, maybe this is going to kind of just fill in for that, but I don't know, but it's cool. Like you can make lists on it. You can, you know, just like you can do stuff on letterbox. The one thing I don't like about it. And if somebody knows some way you can do this and I'm just, cause I'm just started playing around with it. I don't think at this point you can uh, mess with individual episodes. They do have things broken down into seasons like so if you want to put if you just want to put a couple seasons on your watch list cuz you've already watched a couple you can do that but you can't like you don't get to mark off episodes you uh. just mark off yeah see that's the one and i would assume that's going to come <sighs> and that's why i think this is pretty early on and it's it seems like an, it seems like yeah. just a necessary feature i, I you would think I, so i mean that's kind of like how paramount plus didn't have a queue when right. it when it yeah. launched i'm like what is this <laughs> like i can't <laughs> so that is the one the one drawback but I have drawbacks with like track TV and stuff too, though. There's stuff on there that gets on my nerves just about like the way you can uh, track stuff sometimes. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't, it's, that's, that's, sure. a, no, that's I mean, a whole yeah. other explanation. So everything's going to have issues, but that's the biggest one for this. And I don't know. I'm just hoping that's something that eventually gets dealt with. And I've, yeah. I've Googled some stuff on it and I know other people have talked about it. So I'm pretty sure there's no way to do that. I don't know how I would have missed that. But it, this is also, you can have followers, you can follow other people. Uh, you know, if people like to write reviews and stuff like that, you can do that. Uh, so it's very similar to Letterboxd in that way. So I don't know. It's just kind of fun. I just discovered it, like I said, this last week and a half, and I've just been playing around with it. So nice. I thought I'd mention it. But yeah, it's serialized.com or just look up serialized uh, in your app store of choice and you should be able to find it. Just don't add that E by the last D. That's not that's not in there. So it won't it won't help you. That is serialized without the E. Uh, you can find that app. Yellow Jackets is streaming on Showtime, and Tim's Vermeer is available for rent or purchase on all major platforms. Well, that's going to do it for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, you can mail it to us, P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. Hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. He is at Wits End. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> I checked out. Man, I checked out. Hey, I was today. done. I may as well be downstairs making a cup of tea. W h i t t s i n n e d. And at Sam Loomis thirteen. So for Jonathan Watkins, Ian Whittington, a begged question, and myself. We will see you next week. Happy National Coffee Break Day. That's what Ian was on. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. I'm ch- I was trying to be too efficient. I was writing like show notes um, <laughs> for the description. I was like getting, oh getting God. God, serialized. What if Thor was an only child? I'm so sorry. Amazing, amazing. We were both just gonna let you we were gonna let you find your way back, you know? I was like, why isn't Jonathan saying anything? Fuck, it's me. <laughs> I pride myself on being focused and present and I just was not. I was It's gone. like those moments. It's like those moments in marriage or any relationship really where you are so sure you're doing a great job at multitasking 
and doing one thing while somebody else is having a conversation with you and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you know that there's silence and you're like oh shoot you I missed a prompt. Reaction. I missed a uh-huh. prompt. Uh, yeah, it's the worst. And uh. then you just have you just have to eat crow. Then you just have to be like, yeah, yeah take it. I I'm so sorry. I suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Danae. Me. I, I put her on this. I... I forgot to hit record first, so I decided to wait, come back until I was recording, so that my uh. first words were my first words on the first words thing. Are the are the first words not your first words if they're not recording? Is this like a That's the, true. the thing falls in a forest? Well, does yeah. the other things know yeah. about the thing? Mm-hmm. It's like the obs- uh, if it's not in the box and being observed, is it there at all? Schrodinger's recording. Schrodinger's podcast yeah. is what Schro- I was going to say. Sh- but yes. Schrodinger's Danae. Schrodinadian. Schrodinger's podcast. Nice, Ooh. nice. Uh-huh. All right, there it is. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, what's up? Check out, check out, Jonathan, check out uh, Ian's um, poopery. What is that? Oh, see, it's perfect. Oh, that's actual poopery. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he actually went and got poopery for the basket. My mom used to do that. I, I don't think I've had poopery in a house in like thirty years. Never have I. Yeah, but my mom used to do time. that frequently, and then she stopped. I don't know why, but I just because it doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't. Potpourri does not work. <laughs> My mom brought rich people's potpourri, so no, I have no idea. That makes sense. That makes <laughs> no sense. Clue. I did not. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. is rich potpourri. That's totally. My different. mom is uh, Mommy Warbucks. I didn't know if you knew that. That's her name. That is poshpourri. 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 Yeah. Very nice. That's great. Very nice. This is great. This is wonderful. This is why I'm here. I do think it's funny. Somebody in Discord said they now don't understand how to pronounce cereal after last uh, episode. Um, yeah, cereal was one of those words that loses meaning, apparently, the more that you hear it. Because when I was putting the outtakes in, I was like, I don't know what word he's saying either. It was just a noise. Right? So, cereal. But isn't cereal and cereal, like, don't you say them the same? Like, as far as, like, S and C, don't they still? Yeah. The two different words. Yeah, yeah. they pronounce the same. They're two different words, but, but two you still words. say them yeah. the same. I mean, because, like, you say, like, male and male, yeah. you say differently. But I screw those up. Like M A L E and M A I L, those actually are two. Like you say those differently. Wait, what? Like male and male. You would, yeah, like you're emphasizing the I when you say that. I say it I like did? I say male, it the male same. I just male. say male, and yeah. my wife always makes fun of me because I'm like, I'm gonna go get the male, and it's, she's like, you're gonna go get a human man. Like, what are you? What are you doing? Why is there a man at all? But but air- wow, that is such <clears throat> a subtle distinction. It is, but That's you nailed really it. Like you did it, and I can do wow. male. I, I just can't do male for some reason. Male. It's just a, it's a southern thing. Male and male. I don't have Nail. many it's southern. Like the lessons, I creates but- a you male. But you did. I mean, Aaron, mm-hmm. you didn't hear it, but you said it differently. No, I didn't. I thought I said the exact uh-uh. same thing. That's so. That's so wild. I'm so triggered uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there is something. What what is that? What is that called when you say some? There's an actual term for it. Actually, I have this somewhere. Let me let me find this. The term for when you say a word over and over and over oh, again. Oh, it loses meaning. Yeah, there is, and a it word starts for that. to lose meaning. There's an actual word for that. Yeah, it's called being an asshole. <laughs> I, I'm, I remembered it without looking it up, which which I'm very happy with. Uh, semantic satiation oh, is what it's you called. Put it in a, um, yes, that was at yeah. the end of a. Mm-hmm. It was in a script, wasn't it? We have, we talked about this. That would come off so sad. I'd be like satiation, satiation. <laughs> I love me some of that satiation. Uh.
My wife weirdly has a lot of North stuff because she's she's from Florida and you have a ton of Northern people in Florida. So yes. Yes. There's a lot of accents in Florida that are not Southern. And so mm-hmm. she kind of developed some of that. She has words like she's she's like a broadcaster like like you are, Aaron. Like she's pretty much just straight, doesn't have much of an accent at all. But occasionally she has words where it's like, what are you from Boston? Like, why are you talking about <laughs> Pac and the Ka and the Yod? And what are you? Oh, yeah, what is that? the Ka and the Yod. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Babs has made an appearance. <laughs> Leeds is Leeds a thing? I don't know. Leeds is a thing. Leeds is a thing. It's definitely a place. Yeah, Leeds is definitely a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Is London real or did well, I, I know make London. that up? <laughs> I mean, Narnia. That, that's not a place, really. Where Where is Leeds? Uh, way, way north. It's um, it's is it pretty close to. It's in England. Yeah, it's okay. near like Manchester and. So and once again, what's is the UK the entire thing, or is the UK its own thing? Welcome I get confused. to BTS oh. Geography. <laughs> I got this completely wrong when you last asked me this, so I'm just going to say I've no. asked you this before. I don't think it was me <laughs> on BTS. Or Aaron has it, it may was have on been BTS. Me. It may yeah. have been me. It was on BTS, but it may have. Yeah. Been so me. there is no variation that includes Ireland. There is okay. I, Ireland I is its own thing. Ireland is its own thing. The United Kingdom is Northern Ireland. Scotland, Wales, and England, and okay. in Great Britain, I think, is those three plus all of the surrounding islands other than Ireland. <laughs> the other thing we have to talk about is that BeatStar has taken over our Discord. Like, it's insane. <laughs> oh, really? Like, I have 20 friends on BeatStar Holy now. Shit. Which, from, which channel? From fans. Uh, the Patreon channel, because it only just went live yesterday as we're recording this, or this morning, actually. The episode just went live this morning as we're recording this, but the people who get a chance to listen early on Patreon, by the way, ad-free on Patreon if you want to be a uh, a member. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to include that in the Uh, edit. I noticed today, and you've got me on a couple songs. I didn't realize it because you you haven't been bragging about it. No, nope, so. I've been sniping you. I've literally <laughs> been going through like the songs that I'm best at and most confident with, seeing which ones you were first at, and sniping you for like six hours. Uh-huh. Just like I'm gonna yeah. beat him, and then he'll never know. He won't revisit this song for weeks, and then be very yeah. And I haven't mildly inconvenienced when he sees them, and then reclaims his throne. <laughs> I think the game is produced really really well and that's one of the reasons it's it's very addictive plus when you get a song you know and love oh yeah. it's just it's so much fun you make me um, you make me a believer sure believer. yeah imagine dragons uh i was thinking more uh like chandelier like yes, i have chandelier song, sorry. And- <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i put the right name into the group <laughs> so I'm, really, I'm really sorry if you added somebody random i guessed i could be wrong what do you mean? You like gave yourself a different username? Well, because for some reason I got used to the idea that you can't just put your name. So I my usual is E and G W because there's fewer E and G W signed into things than there are Ians. But Beatstar doesn't care. It lets you have your name. So everyone's like Listen to you guys Aaron. talk about this. I now know how Danae feels when we're talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. One of the things that has been, I, I don't know if I should remind you of this if you if you knew or had forgotten because there is a trolley aspect that you could do to me. But one of the things as narrator that has been so difficult is that there are very common words that I have trouble saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and they usually have to do with R's and L's. 
that are close because I, I pronounce my R's and L's, you know, in a way that's more distinct. Serial. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But the the com- the most common one is regularly. That's that's the one I just like those four regularly. syllables. I, yeah, thank you. I'm glad you can do it. No, but I'm like just wondering for me, if I was wrong. I, <laughs> no, 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 no. Most people have no problem with it, but I'm just like I can't say it regularly. Like I, it's like there's like a lur, 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 lur. The irony that you can't say regularly regularly. <laughs> I know, right? Have you heard the story of after my uh, uh, heart event mm. where, you know, I was in the hospital or whatever, and I came out that uh, we were talking about possible things that could have happened and how being out without oxygen affects the brain mm-hmm. and those kind of things. And that like 1% of people who have happened to them, what happened to me, come away fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's it's like a 5% survival rate. And like 1%, you know, come away um, without any damage. Mm. And so I said, it's re- something along the lines is, it's really nice that I didn't come away with any neurological <laughs> damage. <laughs> oh, no. Did you mean to? No, oh, no. because I can't say the word. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! And my and my wife just looked at me like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, uh huh. You okay? Yeah. You, but she knows. She knows I struggle with yep. like those those combinations. That would have been such so. like an about turn moment back into hospital with you. <laughs> I I would attempt to pronounce whatever name Ian has given himself, but I just Sela <laughs> Camp. Uh, I just Sela <laughs> Camp. Nice. Uh, so nice. So, yeah, there's, yeah. There's um, an R in there that's tricky. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's not just the letter R I have trouble with. It's when it's combined with L's. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Jonathan. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. I did not start this. I got a new ship. Oh, very cool. Can you Wait, can name Jonathan it? ID the ship? No, can you no. ID it? No, I'm terrible with that stuff. So that is the USS Bonchoon. Um, I was going to say that. Uh-huh. Troll. <laughs> I, I don't even that name doesn't even strike me. Um, it's not actually named on screen, so that's probably why you wouldn't. Have uh, heard. What is it from? So it's in um, it's in a few episodes, but it's most famously in Generations. This is the ship at the very end after the Enterprise has crashed. <coughs> spoilers. That's okay. the ship that rescues the survivors. Gotcha. So why is it, why is it so popular then to have a model? I, I don't know, but Star Trek, I mean, there's like characters, there's action figures oh, for, for sure. characters that were in one scene. So, so Eagle Moss has yeah. gone through most of the back catalog and they are really, really struggling. So now it's like, look at this new special edition ship that was in one episode and five seconds of a movie because they've done the vast majority and they're still selling really well. What episode well. was it in? So it's in, um, there's an episode where Miles O'Brien they're chasing after his old captain. The wounded? The wounded. Good pull. Good pull. And No, that's what I love that episode. And it's a Nebula class ship, and that's the ship that his captain um Captain Maxwell can't, is on. If I can't name the ship, I can name the episode. Yeah, you can. Title of your Welcome sex to Behind tape. the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. <laughs> we lost Aaron. We lost Aaron. No, we need to get started, uh, and not just because we're talking Star Trek. Uh but because it's time to start the show. We can we can Here talk we about Jose Chung's from outer space or Ooh, Clyde Bruckman's or final the, response. The war of the cor- cor- cop rope of 
the the Crossepterygians. What was the one? I was thinking about one the other day. I don't remember the name of it, but one that I don't ever talked about is I just remember the opening is it's like second season and the opening is like these teachers and they're having a conference about like what play they're going to do. And they're like, we can't do Greece. Like that's too, that's too profane. Mm-hmm. And then so you think they're like, you know, like it's a, I don't know, like uber conservative kind of thing. But then at the end, they all, there's like, let's say a prayer and then they pray to Satan. <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and it's a really creepy episode because it ends up being about like these devil worship. But I just remember that opening because it's like, you know, I can't do Greece. That's way too. Yeah, that's you know, Die that's Hand Die Ver- Verlets is yeah. the name of uh, yes, that yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome that, to that Behind the a... Scenes, a weekly look at all the <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see? We me. Good to have you back, Danae. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I spaced out. What are we talking about? <laughs> Cereal. Cereal. Uh, nice. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 